Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 230 for October 3rd, 2019. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. I'm Danny. Hey! <laughs> oh, wait. Wait a minute. Danny, did your voice change? <laughs> yeah, I went through puberty. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is Nick actually, on the other line, uh, who has assumed the mantle of Danny, kind of like 007. Yeah. You know, you know I feel like um, like Danny is my Superman to the Clark Kent there of you Nick, you know? You're saying you're the Superman and Danny is the nerdy journalist? <laughs> no, no, no. Danny's no. the Superman. It's definitely the other way around, Danny's I can assure you. That's No, that's exactly what I said. You're just oh, okay. dumb. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, w- I agree with the new Danny. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be very awkward. Uh, yeah, Nick is here because after popular demand, because people were like, yo, I loved your podcast. The three of you together, you guys got to do more. So this is what we're doing. We're doing more. Nick on Two Cents Radio. Um, Nick, you'll find, though, that this is this is quite the vicious cycle, this podcast of just talking about conspiracy theories and reality yeah. shows. Uh-huh. So buckle in and get ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. Lots of yeah. conspiracies. Yeah. You may have to start watching Survivor, too. Oh God! Ooh. To be able to do this, Ugh. that's I don't watch much of anything. <laughs> don't say ooh. <laughs> Speaking of which, Rob, are you up on Survivor? I am did? up on Survivor. I fucking hate the twist. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I think it's terrible. It's not good. It's just, it's horrible. Like I know in the previews we were making fun of the twist. The idea of having Boston Rob and Sandra monuments on a beach yeah. was silly enough, yeah. but it's actually worse in practice. It's really bad. It's 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 terrible. It is really bad. Nick, you want to ask us about what the Survivor twist is this year? Hey guys, <laughs> what's the Survivor <laughs> twist this year? So this season of Survivor is called Survivor colon Island of the Idols. Oh. Um, and so the what colon they did is... is in punctuation marks. The way he said oh, it. Oh, I thought you meant there was an idol in his colon. That was really. <laughs> I, I know. I, I was saw like, your, wow. This I is, saw your is this face. survivor or is this like surviving cancer? Like <laughs> what is going on? What's a colon do? What's a colon do? Yeah. You poop out of it. Yeah. It helps you poop. It's, oh, good. And if you have things like if you have like a like a, you know, cancer in your colon, that's not good. You just shit it out. <laughs> Um, so no survivor island of the idols what they did it's for their 39th season they brought back two of the best players to ever play the game sandra and boston rob and so these two people live on their own island they're not playing the game they're just on their own island and they're living full hog because i think boston rob is actually gaining weight yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just feeding them. Yeah, just chocolate cake every night. Fucking by the end of the fucking season, it's gonna be Boston Rob spit roasting over a fucking flame with a it's fucking like apple Boston in his Creed mouth. Donut Rob. <laughs> at that point, yeah, Boston Rob's one of those guys. He does look better once the show is over. Right. Yeah, I don't understand how that works. <laughs> anyway, 
But uh, so these two, so Sandra is the only person to ever win twice, and Boston Rob is played like four times, and he's dominant, whatever. Yeah. And uh, they brought him back, and they're living in their own, their own shelter and everything, but they're not playing the game. Instead, the contestants are sent to the Island of the Idols, which has on it two massive Ru- Mount Rushmore esque statues of, of the two, two of them, made out of and, driftwood, or to ma- made to believe to be made out of driftwood. Yeah, it's way over the top. Yeah. It's like it's really silly. And uh they're teaching the contestants how to play the game of Survivor. Yeah. So it's like a Survivor boot camp. So it's like, all right, here's your first lesson. Here's how to make fire. And now we're gonna test how good you are at making fire. So in order to win, you have to be a good student. Well, that's the idea, but it's just a yeah. total waste of it's time. Waste because of what time. ends up happening is that Boston Rob's like Here's something that I'm good at that you're not. Yeah. Now let's let's compete against each other. <laughs> and I'm going to beat you 99.99% of the time, but you're going to play me anyway. And then these <laughs> then these people go back to their tribe and lie to their tribe about what they actually experienced on the island of the idols. Even though they're all going to find out eventually. And they're going to like by week 3, by day 9, everybody's going to know because person there's going to be a a, a uh, a, a person that goes there from the same tribe, and they're going to go, wait a minute, that last <laughs> one's a lion hooker. <laughs> right, and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. I don't tolerate hookers on my beach. <laughs> no. <laughs> this works. Uh, yeah, well, and, you know, the other bizarre thing, too, besides the end of the idols, is they're trying to figure out ways to work these two people into the show, even though they're not playing the game. So when they go to tribal council... They have them hiding in a little box offset. <laughs> I'm not making this up. It's like the it's like the Muppets, the two old guys from the Muppets. They're perched above Tribal Council, watching Tribal Council. They don't know they're there, and they're just whispering to each other, "I like her. That's a good move." So no, I, I that's bet that's a bad move. I, based on the trajectory of the season, they probably spend more time with the camera on them watching. Than they actually do in the actual council. Kind of. Yes, it's very bizarre. Yeah. It's very bizarre. That's weird. How stupid. So anyway, two episodes. Survivor in. Island it's, of the Idols. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Eh. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't I, ever like it at the beginning. I like the first five minutes of the show because it's like, ooh, something new, and then it's like, I hate all these fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> it takes I don't me. know why Survivor just doesn't do the real world road rules thing and just bring back the same people every time. Yeah. You might as well. Over 500, 600 people have played this game so far. Yeah. And well, the... why don't they just keep doing what they've been doing? Why change it at all? Well, that's an excellent question. <laughs> because here's the thing, right? Like, the show is not interesting because the fucking people who made the rules are so fucking smart. It's because you have a bunch of dumb people on right. an island together. Yeah. And you said 600 <laughs> people. There's, like, 8 billion people on the planet. They haven't run out. Just get new people. I disagree. It's better when you just bring back the old people. You think so? Yeah, it's much better. It's you much just better. said the season sucks. <laughs> well, this se- this season sucks because the gimmick is stupid. Yeah. You should have seen last season, uh, Nick, when they did uh, Edge of Extinction, which is it, which is when <laughs> if you got voted out, they killed you, you for real. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're gonna have to do that. I mean, to up the stakes, we're gonna have That's to. That's where get the show's going. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you get voted out, they send you to another island, and you just hang out there for the next 30 days, and then eventually one of them gets to come back without 
having done anything in the game at all. And uh, that's what happened last year because the guy that got voted out third ended up coming back and winning the whole game after only being in it like five days. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) this is what's happening. It was some bullshit. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so stupid. Yeah. So, like, you say you don't watch a lot of TV. What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) What do I do? Yeah. I can't imagine my life without TV. Rob, I don't even have cable. I've been home for four hours, and I've watched four hours of television. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll give you a glimpse into my daily life, all right? I woke up at uh, 8 a.m. All right. I drank coffee, and then I worked until about 20 minutes ago. Whoa. You need to (laughs) stop. Yeah. You need to stop doing what you're doing. It's not a preferable lifestyle. It's fine. This is not good. You need to you need to get yourself in a cable subscription. Time, in my spare time, I watch YouTube videos. Get yourself a fantasy team, right. dude. <laughs> you got you got to lay back. You got to just it, it's too much. I watch. YouTube, He's always been this way, Rob. I watch YouTube videos at work. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I'm a subscriber of YouTube TV. I watch YouTube TV at work. <laughs> I swear to God, you throw the word TV in anything and you guys will pay for it, you fucking morons. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a cord cutter now. I have been for about two years. Congratulations. Yeah, two and a half years. Every cord cutter wants a pat on the back, Yeah, the we do. We do. Why, it, you switch to It's like to being streaming? vegan. It's like being <laughs> vegan. You have to let people know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Rob's living off the grid. I really yeah. am. You'd think he was a doomsday prepper. I'm a yeah. cord cutter. A cord all that cutter. means is you're paying some other fucking service to give you cable at a worse buffer rate. That's all. <laughs> right. That's all it means. It's But it's pretty good, and it's cheap. Like, it's 50 bucks a month for YouTube TV. Yeah, I just started PlayStation. You know how much I pay for YouTube? <laughs> yeah, but you... <laughs> I don't you, pay shit. <laughs> you, watch, you watch the bullshit YouTubers, the people who are trying to be famous. We're actually watching famous people. Yeah, Rob's actually watching like Karate Kid miniseries. Right. You know? That he's he's watching Ralph Macchio, the exactly. real stars among us. Exactly. You have to understand. <laughs> what does YouTube TV do? Like they don't produce so anything. They had to resort to YouTube TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, do you, they have good shows? YouTube TV uh, does I I think I have access to some of the YouTube originals, but I don't watch them. I just use it for, you know, my local channels and AMC and IFC and FX. I watched Cobra Kai. It's pretty good. Is it? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's it's just so Karate Kid. It's not like into... you, if you love Karate Kid, you'll love the I, show. I, I was never into Karate Kid. Never oh, got no. into it. Here's oh, the no. thing about like YouTube TV to me that I would say it's generally a failure, right? Obviously, they've probably made money on it, but... People oh, aren't using it the way they thought. There's I, a YouTuber that I used to watch all the time. After YouTube Red came out, he dedicated his entire channel to a YouTube Red series where you could only watch it if you have the paid subscription. And less than six months later, he made an entirely new channel where he posts the free videos that basically the same content he used to post. Yeah, right. Because nobody's watching his fucking YouTube Red series. Right. And I'm sure he struck a deal with YouTube yeah. to make his channel that exclusively. He's still making the YouTube Red series, but nobody's watching it. I don't think any of these, they call it uh, over, over the box, OTB, 
subscription over the sir? top yeah oh yeah uh like playstation view hulu tv mm-hmm. youtube tv i don't think any of these guys are making money i think they're all they're all losing money to get the subscribers in because they have to pay for the rights to show everything right, right? i mean like espn charges like eight dollars per subscriber per month that's a ridiculous amount of money yeah i mean espn i i I don't know if it's that much anymore. It used to be that much, but they they demanded a high price. I think everybody was basing off the Netflix model. They all thought they right. were Netflix. Yeah. Eight bucks a month, you know? Yeah. And and this is where those disputes come in. Like, every once in a while you'll hear, like, oh, AT&T dropped all of Viacom uh, channels because they couldn't come to a, an agreement on money. And, it, and, it's, and it's those fees that I think all of these service providers are, are losing money on. Not Dish and DirecTV, although Dish and DirecTV are, are hemorrhaging users because, I mean, their shit's too expensive. Yeah. I, so you you guys, I imagine, I know Nico has for sure, and I imagine you too, Rob. You guys have been following these um, subscription-based models for a while now. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, is this better for the consumer? Well, okay, so I mean, are we paying for more shit or less? So fi- That's a great 10, question. 15 years ago, everybody was like, I mean, I mean, you either had cable or satellite pretty much mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago. And everybody was like, well, why do I have to pay for all these channels? I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch ESPN all the time <laughs> or I don't I don't need the the Bible network. I don't need CMT. Right. We have right. that now. And people are like. We're paying for too much. We don't want (laughs) – there's too many subscription services. But this is exactly – Disney has its own. ESPN has its own. Fucking WWE has their own subscription service. But this is exactly what the consumers wanted 10, 15 years ago. And here we are and everybody's like, there's too much. We have too many subscriptions to pay for. But – you you can you can get CBS All Access. Disney Plus is coming out. You're gonna have Netflix. So you got Hulu, not live TV, but Hulu um, on demand, whatever they call that bullshit. I mean, we have all of these things that are available to us, but people are complaining. I'm paying for for too many things, so I don't know what the consumer wants. Well, here's how I understand it. I read an article a couple weeks ago. Um, the number is one hundred dollars. That's what people are yeah. willing to spend on their monthly media services on average. That's $100. Is that yeah. including internet? No. That's No, that is just content. Yep. Wow. So, yeah. Most cable I'm willing plans, to pay about four bucks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so, like, if you, uh, if you have a cable subscription, that's probably going to be somewhere in the ballpark of $100. Uh, if you're a cord cutter – and you still want live sports, you have to pay for something, right? Like that's basically Hulu Live, YouTube TV, PlayStation View. That's for people that really want to cut the cord, but they don't want to part with live sports because right. live sports is still on cable. Um, everything else, though, like Netflix is what, $13 now? Yeah. Uh, Hulu is like $8. You're going to be able to package that, I think, with Disney Plus. That's going to be $12 for the both. Well, you no, and you, get, and, and you get ESPN Plus in that bundle. It'll be Disney okay. Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu for twelve ninety nine. But so. now we got this new stuff coming now. We have Apple TV coming out next right. month, I think. Yep. And I don't then, get Apple TV because it, Apple what? doesn't make shows. Well, That's now they do. They well, do now. Right? <laughs> Welcome yeah. to a brave it's new world, Nick. Brand new. Yeah. We're here. Yes. Okay. As okay. Steve Jobs always intended. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston miniseries. We're here. This is it. 
It's kind of funny that they're going to be like competing against like Pixar movies on Disney. Yes, that's what's which happening. Steve Jobs also fucking made. Yeah, Apple is literally making Snoopy shows now. Yep. Yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, you have that, but now you have in the spring because everybody's like, oh wait a minute, kids watch sitcoms now, which they always have, but for some reason everybody brightened up to the fact that kids love sitcoms. Friends is going to be on this thing called HBO Max. Yep. That's coming out in the spring. The Office is going to be on this thing called Peacock, yeah, which is the NBC's, NBC Universal yeah, Service. Yeah. I've been following That's culture. Don't spring. worry. Yeah. So uh, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have seven different services because you can't part ways with Friends. You can't part way with The Office. And they're all going to equal relatively $100. Right. And everybody's going to look at each other with a co- collective shrug and go like, why did we get rid of cable in the first place? Just give me another version of, of a Comcast but Set the problem box. is that with cable, you we weren't getting these options as it is. I mean, with your cable subscription, you didn't have friends on the whole entire library of friends on demand, which why you would want that, I have no idea, but whatever. Each to their <laughs> own. That's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but HBO Max is different from HBO Go and HBO Now. It's very confusing, yes. yes. Why <laughs> did they call it that? I saw a great tweet the other day that said HBO Mac. No, I'm sorry. HBO Go and HBO Now should get in a room together and only one should come out. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one can keep them apart. No. Uh, oh. Yeah, this is going to be different. It's going to be a different service on top of your HBO subscription. And I guess it's going to have some HBO shows, but it's going to have some original shows that are not on HBO the network. And this is on top of your just regular on-demand service where you can just have HBO. Correct. <laughs> yes. yes. It's on you top can just of watch, that. Watch whatever you want as long as right. you have HBO to begin with. It's, it's the same thing. It's very confusing. Yeah. I, no, it's all – listen. It's what it is. The technology changes a little bit, but the content itself stays the same. People want the same stuff. People are willing to pay the same amount of money for it. And, like, it hasn't changed all that much in the last 10 years. How, how people, many years? The fact how that many, people still want to watch Seinfeld is quite striking, you know? Yeah. How many years before Pornhub has their own streaming service? I mean, Don't they already? Yeah. I guess so. Essentially. <laughs> Do they have it on TVs, though? I... That's the big question. Yeah, I don't know. You can Are they on Roku? I saw a story. <laughs> Do you remember the show um, uh, Shake It Up? No. <laughs> it was on the Disney Channel. Nope. Okay. Uh, the the star of Shake It Up directed a porno for uh, Pornhub. Wow. And I saw an interview with her because I'm like, oh, I got to find out what this chick's all about, why she made the leap. And she's like, yeah, I just I wanted to make like something artistic, you know, about like the power struggle between men and women. And no one would give me money except for Pornhub. <laughs> I want to see a script. So they, so you think you're joking, but you're not joking. They're going to start making like content like this. I want to see a script for a porn. I, I, I just want to know <laughs> how you like set that up. I want to, I want to know like what the descriptors are for like. All right, we're going to move to doggy now. <laughs> Cool. I think they Exterior. they use yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh man exterior interior has such a new meaning yeah in the script world I don't like that that's uh, that's what I'm wondering like smash cut to yeah star crossfade <laughs> Star Wars sweep yeah uh 
I think they kind of they, they use the Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm approach on porn sets, Rob. They just have a general outline and they just make it up as they I go see. along. I okay, see. so I you you're you're gonna fuck her. <laughs> And action. <laughs> you think they rehearse? They're not like sitting in the mirror practicing their lines. Well, you never know. I'm I'm just not ready to go off book yet. Can we run the lines one more time? What's my motivation? <laughs> I'm sure these conversations do happen on porn sets, though. I'm sure they do. Oh my because god! Because do not underestimate the insanity of a of a director of any medium. No, because the same guy directing a porno is the exact same guy that wants to make Shawshank Redemption. You know what I mean? It's the same fucking guy. <laughs> it's just it, no one will give him money to make anything mainstream, so he has to make pornos. <laughs> no Quite <doubt>. the life. <laughs> I will it's say this: artists. they only I... have so many options, you know. I will say this. I don't miss paying Dish Network $127 a month for one TV. Dude, that's ridiculous. You know, that's what that's what it was costing me every month to watch one television. I swear, I feel like I'm getting ripped off because I pay – like we pay like 50 bucks for internet and I feel like that's too much. And I, I can't imagine paying any more. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, and that's pro- I think the only other thing we pay for, we literally have – and technically, these are both on Michaela, but we have uh, our internet for like 45 bucks or something, and then Amazon Prime. Yeah. And that's it. And like, well, I yeah, mean, we, we, we boot off other people for Netflix and <laughs> for for Hulu and stuff. But like, if, if we didn't use other people's service, I wouldn't pay for it. Wow. See, Netflix, I feel like I couldn't live without. I would consider Netflix, I wouldn't consider Hulu. No, I, yeah. if um, I wasn't getting Hulu for 99 cents a month for the year because I got a Black Friday deal, I wouldn't be – I would not pay <laughs> for it. And then I will admit like once a week or so when we watch a movie for why is this a thing, I tend to um, rent it for like four bucks or whatever. Yeah. But, I actually would love if that was the new model. And well, I know this is – pay for exactly what you watch. Yes. And I I know this is not attainable because it's not profitable enough for the companies. But right. like if you were sitting there – the Yankees are playing tonight. If you want to watch the Yankees, pay a dollar. Yeah. And and so I'm literally paying for exactly what I've watched. Like, I would love that model. Well, and that's the thing. You were saying before, like, this is what the consumers were asking for. But I think that's what the consumers were asking for. They're literally saying, I want to pay for exactly what I'm watching. I think, it, right. I think at that point, though, you're going to have people torrenting. I mean, that's going to – Well, that's another thing I was thinking is just you're going to see a rise in people just – Illegally downloading. Oh yeah, illegal illegal downloads are already on the rise. I mean, we had that dip when when Netflix came on, and you could get almost anything you wanted on Netflix. People were like, "Oh, this is great! This what I want is in one place that I'll pay a a reasonable price for." But now all these separate services are going off, you know, shooting off. Torrenting is up again. Yeah. Now I read somewhere that torrenting actually doesn't hurt the bottom line no i don't think it does i've I've heard that the people who get it for free often if they like the product enough will still pay for it after the fact and by talking about it with other people that word of mouth marketing actually ends up paying for the cost of the the lost revenue from the torrent i mean i i 
I feel like that argument comes from somebody who's trying to justify the fact that they steal everything because I can't help <laughs> but think yes. I can't help but think that there is some sort of uh, some sort of hit to the bottom line. Must I be. don't think it's as drastic as one would assume when you talk about uh, stealing content. You yeah, know, so I don't support anything. I I don't like it. Well, um, how, how moral of you, Nick? Yeah, but well, I'm just I'm, I just gold star for you. I don't like the hassle of it even. Yeah. Um, but I imagine it's got to differ from industry to industry too, like between music, TV, right. film, and video games. Right. That, that's exactly what I was about to say. Um, like if it's Game of Thrones, I don't think HBO is all that upset <laughs> right. that people are torrenting Game no. of Thrones. But for like a movie that hits theaters. You know, people don't want to pay $13 in what's already kind of a struggling industry. Uh, yeah, I could see that being a problem. Uh, it's definitely a problem with independent musicians because people just don't pay for music anymore. Yeah. They only yeah. stream things. So if you don't put your stuff on Spotify, you're screwed. Right. Um, and that was a big problem when Napster was a thing in the uh, early 2000s. That was a, remember that? Napster. That was a huge thing. I was, the pri- I was in the prime of my life when Napster <laughs> went down. I was 19 years old, 18 years old when Napster hit. Right. And that... The music industry is probably the best example, but I think the reason for that is because the music industry is the industry where the artists get screwed over the most. Oh, yeah. Right. And oh, yeah. so, I mean, by the, the actual labels, right? I, absolutely. So, absolutely. So they take, a, they take a worse hit from this kind of thing because they're already getting screwed to begin with. Whereas, like, for the most part, you know, film – like, yeah, while they can take a hit, like, there's just so much money in the industry yeah. in general. Like, everybody's getting pretty fair pay out of a movie. You know, when when Napster hit back in what I like to call the day, <laughs> uh, you, had a, you had an industry that was not keeping up with what people were doing. You had, you had digital media on a CD, and... I don't think they ever thought of the fact of somebody going to take that CD, rip the digital media off of it, and share it with their friends. They never thought of that, and they should have. It, it was it was a well, yeah. It was a it was a poor insight on their part. Had Apple Music come along, or or I'm not saying Apple Music. I'm saying iTunes Music Store, where you could get the tracks for ninety nine cents, or or an album for twelve ninety nine, whatever it was. Had that been available. Napster would have never happened, and this peer-to-peer file sharing would have never taken off like it did. But that was, remember, a moral gray area at the time, too, because right. you know, we didn't envision this worldwide network. Like, for example, you used to be able to buy a CD and burn it onto another CD and make mixtapes right. for your friends right. and your girlfriends all the time. Right. Right? That was a big thing, and record companies never had any problem with that. Mixtapes were a totally normal practice. Once you give the uh, unfettered access to the rest of the planet, right? now you're in this moral gray area. You paid for it, so shouldn't I be able to share it with all 7 billion of my friends across the planet, theoretically? You know, well, Isn't there actually, like, law about this that defines, like, who you can share your music and film? Yeah, and, but that's... I'm sure they've isn't it, isn't it, like, actually, like, close friends and family? That fair like, use thing is fucked up. I mean... Fair use is one of those laws that's just terrible. Like, I mean, you see it with YouTube, too. Yeah. With with music. Yeah. It's it's really... I mean, the pendulum swung the other way pretty oh, yeah. hard now. Yeah. I it, it I just remember the, the days of the Wild West of the Internet 
in the late 90s and early 2000s. It's it's something that you can never describe and will never see again. You know, uh, have you heard about uh, in China recently, they announced that starting December of this year, you have to submit to a facial recognition scan in order to access the internet. That is terrible. Starting in December this year. Every Chinese citizen. That's like the UK porn license. Isn't that crazy? Did you see that? No. So you have to obtain a license that proves you're of age in order to visit porn sites in the UK. And you have to get permission. What, do you keep it in your wallet? You, well, yeah. Well, no, you submit it then to your internet service provider. And then your That's internet hilarious. service provider uh, will unblock those websites. Otherwise, by so, default, you're in a blocked group where you can never get to Pornhub.com. So you have to submit to the government, hey, here's my information. Uh, put me on a list. These are all the people that enjoy getting their rocks off on the internet right. in the UK. And it's through and, the government. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, the, it's government enforced. Yes. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. Like If that was just through the internet service provider, I think I'd be okay with that. Well, it's fine if it's if it's private. If they don't right. want to let if you, it's just yeah. to the business yeah. or whatever, and it's like fine. You know, I think it's still weird, but I don't know why Time Warner Cable would ever want you to stop watching porn. But if that's their prerogative, <laughs> whatever, yeah. you know. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's at the end. Like that's I weird. think if you don't want to submit your name to the blacklist, whatever you want to call it, hmm. you have to like go to the the package store and be like, "Here's five bucks. Can I get a porn license, please?" Like that's the that's the world. If that happened here, it would be a riot. But oh, in the yeah. UK, for some reason, they just get away with this random you know shit. What's more likely to happen in the US is like a porn tax, right? Yeah, oh, that's God. way more likely. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No, I yeah. just I, I, iTunes changed the way we listen to music for the for the better. I think for the better, but. I wouldn't say just iTunes as well. I would say uh, the iPod well, in yeah. general yeah. because that the technology of iPod and then the iPhone obviously was like – it's probably the most iconic piece of technology for the oh, yeah. fucking millennia right now. Yeah. Uh, and I think <laughs> that hit the music industry first the, the before cra- anything else. The crazy thing is we had MP3 players before the iPod. Sure. There were tons sure. of Zoom, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't think but that the was thing before is, the iPod. But the, that wasn't before the iPod. But the thing is, um, nobody knew what an MP3 was. No, no, it was just for <laughs> it was just for the people like me who were super nerds. What's an MP3, and why am I playing it? Right. I'm confused. Like that was the, and then you know, Steve Jobs, the mad genius, just goes, you know, iPod. Right. And everybody's like, oh, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Music. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all miss buying CDs, though. Not at no. all. I was, not at all. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a music person. My my thing is with music is I, I I latch on to a few bands and a few songs, and that is all I fucking play. That is it. Yeah, there there is only one piece of like technology that i will not latch on to that i'm gonna stick to my old guns on this one oh that's boy. books i will go to the bookstore all day every day spend hours there pick out my books he was never a reader either yeah I, I listen to audiobooks while i drive but i can't do the ebooks i, I, I hate that i love an audiobook what you got yeah. there nico that's the old ipod nano right there that is an old that ipod nano two gigs is that a 
Is that a record player? <laughs> what on earth? That thing's this is huge. where I listen to old Stevie Wonder records. That's a nano, you said? <laughs> this is it. That's massive. I know. It's like oh bigger than God. like bigger than your uh, your phone. It's huge, this thing. Um Yeah, I, I'm actually with you, but I think people agree with you. Like I pretty sure digital book sales have not surpassed physical no. book sales no. yet. And it never will. I really oh, don't. Ever you don't see think so? Com- no, I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't I say don't, never. I don't see it coming. But I do think there is something about holding a book that people just really like. People who like books just want a book. And the yeah. thing is, people who don't like books don't like reading, <laughs> so they're not <laughs> yes. going to get an ebook. I can agree. Right. I can attest to that. <laughs> right. So you either like books or you don't like reading. For the most part, there yeah. are a few people who like the convenience of having like a, a little thing that they can just throw in their bag and have all of the books in the world at their fingertips, which, right. you know, I, I, you know, nothing against them, but yes, I still do that. I, or I, I do do that. I should say, Dude. um, you know what that is though? I think people that read want a break from screen time. I think that's all it is, is they're constantly surrounded by screens and they're always watching shit. And they're always on social media and to read is to take a break from that. And if you're doing that on the very device that you also watch cat videos on, there's something disingenuous about it. You know what I mean? It's just also like, you know, just turning pages. I love breaking the binding of a book. See that? I used to hate that. Oh. I hate when a little, like, crease would develop in the binding and it'd be like, oh, no. Oh, I love when I get, like, 50 pages since I last broke the crease and then I just freaking snap the thing. <laughs> I love that. It's like, it's like uh, breaking a baby's neck, you know? <laughs> it's just satisfying. What? You're getting the tone of the show, by the way. Yes. <laughs> You're learning so. this very quick. Congratulations. Love it. Uh. Uh, so, so what else is new in y'all's lives? Oh, nothing. Yeah? Nothing besides the regular problems of Rob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dating life is still what it is? Oh, yeah. I mean, there was there was a blip in the radar, and then that went away rather quickly. Is this the blip in the radar we were talking about last no, week? No, it's a different blip in the radar. Oh, so many blips. Yeah, there's, there's, there's been a few bing, and then it's just, like, gone forever. It's like you're looking for a sunken ship, and you get <laughs> you get one little ping on a radar, and then you're like, what the fuck? There's there's something there. Go back, go back, and then it's fucking gone. <laughs> no, it's like the dude from Blink One Eighty Two finding UFO footage. Yeah, it's just he devotes the rest of his life exactly. to following Tom that lead. DeLong. I love that. I love that this guy <laughs> has just decided to become the the spokesman of alien research. And he's not just like, oh, aliens are real. He's like, no, I've spent all of my money. Yep, all of my money that I got right. from Blink One Eighty Two on right. hiring literally top of the line scientists to literally for real very seriously dedicate their lives to studying aliens and, and he's like i know more than you i have the i, I have love receipts that. you don't and he's i like, love that this man you know of all of the things you can do with your millions of dollars <laughs> i yeah. love that he just but he legitimately stumbled upon something that's true i mean He's not fucking around either, though. That's a, that's what I like about it. Like, yeah, he's he's actually coming across like actual. Disc- right. I think they found things that are completely unalien related, but still like scientifically relevant, right? Did, did we talk about this on the last show, Nico? We definitely did. Okay. Oh, 
Okay. Well, I don't <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I'm not saying that. I'm. I just didn't want to rehash something that I've already like make a an elegant point that I already made in the last show. Because <laughs> uh, all your points are always super elegant. Yeah, super. Elegant. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, did y'all listen to the new Blink-182 album, by the way? No, not the at all. The one without Tom Dong? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta admit, it's not bad. Really? I think I'm in. I think I'm back on the Blink-182 oh, train. Well, just so you know, to be clear, you probably knew this, but Tom DeLong was the whiny voice. Right. Yeah. So they got rid of him, so right. how can it be bad? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I mean, they brought Travis Barker back, who's like a madman on the drums. How do you know so many members of Blink-182? Because I used to like Blink-22 a lot. What you... <laughs> you know them by name? Yeah. It, it was I don't like... remember Mark's last name, but there's... <laughs> God. I didn't know this about you. Well, when I was in, like, middle school, like... We've been friends for so many years. I had no well, idea. Should, most people know... The, like, most people know Travis Barker, especially. He's done a bunch of um, songs with other people. Like, he did a famous remix of Soldier Boy's song. Soldier um, Boy? Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, but with drums in the background. Oh, word. And it's pretty awesome, actually. You know... Um, that was back when it was popular. You're giving sure. Nick shit for being able to name the people of the... You know, his one of his favorite bands, but I would bet you you could name every member of NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can, actually. I think after I... this morning I might be able to. <laughs> All right. This morning I watched a, a documentary that we're, we might do for Why Is This a Thing about uh, girls who are obsessed with boy bands. Oh, you need to watch this. Yeah. Here's the one YouTube original I watched was that uh, boy band with Lou Pearlman and how he touched everybody and took their money. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, the first part of that's very bad, but I didn't I'm know what was going by, that dark. I'm confused by all of what you said. You said the boy band touched people, took uh, their money. Uh, what does that mean? What is the, what the kind band? of... Let me find what kind of pyramid scheme was this? The boy band con. It's the Lou Pearlman story. So Lou Lou Pearlman is the guy behind uh, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. He was the guy who who founded O-Town and made uh, the the TV show Making the Band. And that's when they – Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, because O-Town was on uh, Making the Band, wasn't it? Right. And Lou Pearlman is the guy. Like he is the one – and he was just oh. he was just fucking these kids financially child predator financially and i think physically because i think uh Aaron Carter Aaron Carter had to you know pay his dues so to say he just wanted candy <laughs> i want candy <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Had uh, okay, burger, so. No I'm, cheese. Yeah. Rob, you remember this shit. Oh, right? yeah. Fuck yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. You want a hamburger? No, I want a cheeseburger with no cheese. I'm Aaron Carter. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, I'm looking at this guy. This is the least surprising pedophile I've ever seen. Exactly. Oh, this guy's such a pedophile. The bastard's dead. He spent some time in prison. Well, good. Uh I didn't know that he was behind all of them. Oh yeah, he was. Well, behind... that makes sense though, because like there's like a formula, dude. Oh yeah, he was also behind one of the girl bands. Spice Girls? No, 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 no. They weren't. Uh, Take Five. I think that was the girl band. Okay. Hmm. What, but, what's the show called? 
Uh, this was the boy band Khan, the Lou Pearlman story. Okay. Yeah, Associated Acts, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, O-Town, LFO. You guys remember LFO? No. Oh, sure. <laughs> Take yeah. 5, uh, Natural, US 5, Jordan Knight, Aaron Carter, Smiles and South Star, South Star, C-Note, and Innocence. Yeah, US 5 had the Elvis cover that, that like made it number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, O-Town was the shit back in the day. Oh. Actually, Parker <laughs> Angel, man. Yes, that's your boy! <laughs> that's my boy! <laughs> that's one of your, like, five boys. Exactly. By the way, uh, there's a very special birthday today. I want to okay. I want to send out some very happy birthday wishes. I saw his wife was wishing him a happy birthday on Instagram. Oh, why do you follow them on Instagram? Eric Von Detten. I know. Congratulations. <laughs> happy birthday to Eric Von Detten. <laughs> he made it another year. <laughs> Still hidden away, but Rob has found him. I found that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... This is going to be a fun game. Nick, you need to learn about Eric Von Detten, and Rob, you need to explain it to him. I don't know so, how to explain Eric Von go. Detten. How do, you ex- how do you explain the most perfect Eric human ber- being in the world? I mean, <laughs> seriously. I don't know, man. <laughs> Typically try, try to start with words. Uh, there's no words. No words can describe no words. our EVD. Okay. Eric Von Detten, otherwise known on this program as EVD, <laughs> uh, is uh... I can already tell Rob is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> when it becomes too inefficient to say his full name, you have to EVD. Right. Uh, it kind of sounds like an STD, doesn't it? It does. Well, he's an STD in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> what, like chlamydia or like ringworm? <laughs> I mean, you get used to it after a while. Uh, straight man, um, by the way. Straight man, right here. You or Eric Von Detten? No, well, well, Eric Von Detten actually has a child, so I think he's uh, confirmed well, straight. Well, we didn't suspect that for the longest time. So, so Eric, got it. Eric Von Detten, uh, to put it most simply, is the voice of Sid from Toy Story. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, Eric Von Denton was on a show called Celebrity Mole Hawaii. <laughs> Celebrity Mole Hawaii is a spinoff of the reality series The Mole. Right. Uh, and Celebrity Mole Hawaii ran, I don't know, like 2002, 2003, something yeah, like that. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yes. And amongst the contestants that particular season were Kathy Griffin, a favorite of Rob's, uh, well, used and to Eric, be. <laughs> uh, at the time, at before the time. Yeah. things happened. And, uh, and Eric Von Detten himself. Stevie now. B, Corbin Burnson. Oh, sure. Stephen Baldwin, Corbin yeah, Burnson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ahmad <laughs> Rashad was the host of that uh, series, isn't it? No. Was, Man, no, what a list of B list celebrities right. <laughs> in the early 2000s. Didn't Anderson Cooper do Celebrity Mall Hawaii? Anderson Cooper did the first two seasons of. Oh, yeah. Anderson Cooper used to host reality shows, uh, Nick. Uh, I, I disagree. I think he was. Hoping. I would bet you on this. They, it, it was the mole, the mole two, celebrity mole Hawaii, celebrity mole Yucatan, and then they did another regular season of the mole season. Here's five. the thing with, with Trump in the White House, I would argue Anderson Cooper is still hosting reality shows. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know? That's a fair point. Uh, With the way the world has become, I don't see any difference. Fuck you, Nico. You were right. I know I was right. Of course I (laughs) So anyway, uh, Rob used to watch this show, and um, uh, the funny thing, I guess, that particular season is that Kathy Griffin really wanted to fuck Eric Von Detten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I would say that he... She probably did. I mean... <laughs> we have not confirmed reports. Not confirmed. That's why I need Eric Von Detten on this program. I'm going to go out and say with full confidence that she fucked him. Yeah, I would say. Because I'm trying... Because here's the thing, Rob. I'm weighing the pros and cons of making that statement. Right? <laughs> and the pro... Well... The con is nothing. Right. And the pro is we could get sued for defamation. Uh, by Kathy Griffin. <laughs> by Kathy Griffin. <laughs> yeah. Which, to me, is a win-win. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, Kathy Griffin definitely molested Eric Von <laughs> no, like... no, no, she did not because he was of age. He was old enough to You consent. can molest someone who's not of age or who is of age. That's okay. It. But – I don't believe – I think it was a consensual dis- decision because there's oh, a – Oh, it be- was definitely consensual. There's a behind-the-scenes there, the behind on the DVD where she's asking him about masturbating in a, in a hotel oh room. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what? if that's – if the funny part is that <laughs> Kathy Griffin was talking to a 20-year-old man about masturbating or that you watched the DVD extras to Celebrity Mole Hawaii. I absolutely watched the DVD extras of Celebrity Mole Hawaii. So she was talking to him about it before Louis C.K. made it cool? Absolutely. <laughs> of course. Or before Harvey Weinstein was doing it into a bush. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Kathy Griffin was like 20 years older than Eric Von Detten at the time. That's the funny part of the story. So ever since then, Eric Von Detten has been a little pet project of ours. Uh-huh. We, we've been obsessed with the guy. And he's made little appearances on TV shows here and there. And I think he was in Malcolm in the Middle and uh, some animated shows he voiced on the Disney Channel. Uh, the Princess Diaries he was in. Uh, whatever. And so for Dinotopia. Years, oh, of course, your favorite, Dinotopia. <laughs> and so for years, we've been trying to get Eric Von Detten on the show for an interview. Uh, and this goes back a good five years or so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, Trevor yeah. and I were obsessed with the mole. Oh, my God. He's from that fucking Disney movie about rollerblading. Yeah, he's from Brink. That's all you needed to say. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like – I basically don't recognize him at all. But he looks no, he's kind not of, famous. He looks vaguely familiar. <laughs> no, he's, he's not, not famous. Because he looks like every other child actor from the late 90s, early 2000s. But something's oh, yeah. wrong with his hair in all of these photos. Oh, it's yeah. like slicked back in just the wrong way. It's, it, yeah. It's you know? horrific. It's nothing wrong. It's, it's so, like in, so right. It's like instead of using his hand, he used a rolling pin. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're really shooting her down our chances of getting Eric Von Detten on this program. Well, he so, can defend himself. That's the <laughs> beauty. So we discovered a couple of months ago, right? Not Man, too long it's ago. probably been about six months ago, but yeah. We found Eric Von Detten. Well, we because we used to play this game. Where in the world is Eric Von Detten? This because is the game we used to play. He has just disappeared. He fell off the fucking map. The like, fact that he disappeared only made us more interested. It's like, like that right. podcast he, about Richard Simmons. He did... Right. 
He did uh, Toy Story 3. He reprised his role as Sid for Toy Story 3. Well, they didn't 3. reprise. It was like archival footage, wasn't it? No, they, they. I think they redid voices. I think he did some voice work. He probably it. just sent him a check in the mail. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. He was at the premiere of Toy Story 3 with his nephew. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. But then gone. Like, disappeared. Like, poof. Yeah. And we're like, where so- the fuck? is Eric Von Detten. We thought maybe he was like 600 pounds in a basement somewhere. <laughs> yes. And this was a game we used to play. Yeah. Finally, after searching Ron says, I have found Eric Von Detten. And he turns out, you ever watch, uh, on the Fox news network, Nick, <laughs> the William, the Willem Devane commercials. I don't selling know. gold. You know from me Roslyn with my no Capital. cable, you know me with my no cable, no interest in nightly news or politics. <laughs> You know, I'm watching Fox News commercials. Do you yeah. know Rosalind Capital? <laughs> yeah, have you heard no. of it? Hi, I'm Willem Devane from no. Rosalind Capital. No, I don't. Well, a country used to flex its muscle with battleships like the USS Iowa, the world would listen. It's time we return to the America I remember. Hi, I'm William Devane. There are dangerous forces everywhere pulling our country apart, threatening our economy and our way of life. That's why I'm going to do two things support our military and buy gold from Roslyn Capital. <laughs> I've never felt I'm safe relying on paper money to protect my assets. That's why I buy gold from Roslyn. With Roslyn, what you order is what you get. No gimmicks, no nonsense, no hassle. It's gold. We're all safer with our ships <laughs> patrolling the seas. No my assets are a whole lot safer with gold from Roslyn Capital. So ask yourself, are you safe? Call you know, now are... to get your... <laughs> there are like two different groups of libertarians out there right oh god <laughs> there are those who love gold and those who love cryptocurrency it's yep. like gold or bitcoin yep right but no dollars no dollars you cannot <laughs> dollar. have you can't have your money tied up in dollars gold is the currency you know why because dollar dollars are taxable by gold i i love that how presumptuous of him it's like we have to return to the america that i remember (laughs) it's like you could have a fucking memory disorder i don't (laughs) why do i have to trust you (laughs) who knows yeah Uh, what if you have alzheimer's (laughs) i don't know what you remember (laughs) yeah willem devane um so that's hilarious so anyway what does this have to do with evd (laughs) (laughs) we're pretty sure Roslyn capital is a ponzi scheme of some kind yeah what about buying gold sounds shady to you? Eric Von Detten is now a sales associate for Rosalind Capital. Okay. <laughs> he goes... Uh, go ahead. No, he goes from this career, this mediocre career, I mean... Stellar career. Stellar career in show business to now having to get up five days a week to go work at Rosalind Capital. <laughs> I'm sorry. Playing the sociopathic kid from Toy Story and then fucking Kathy Griffin, that's a stellar career. Right, exactly. <laughs> you made, you made a done. good point. You made I don't understand point. what more you want out of life, Rob. <laughs> you're done. Uh, so, yeah. Does this guy so, have a star on the Walk of Fame? I, I do not believe so. Highly unlikely. <laughs> that would be a major affront to the Hollywood institution. Well, it blows my mind, actually. If you actually like look at the people that have a star, it blows my mind how how uh, how how much they give those things out like candy. Well, you buy your star, right? You oh, you pay, pay for it. Yeah, you you buy it. You don't. 
Wait, can I buy one? <laughs> well, you have to get nominated by somebody, <laughs> and then, yeah, you have to buy it. Yeah, Just by somebody? Yeah. Just somebody? No, you got to be somebody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're not just going to give you a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. No, no. you have to be, like, approved by a I committee. I thought maybe this was, like, you know, buying a star in the fucking sky, too. <laughs> yeah, no. or, oh, Almost. My favorites, Almost. Honey, <laughs> I bought that star for us. <laughs> I named it Juno. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you say, like, oh, I have my own website. Like, you're sharing the box with everybody else, too. Right. There's no way you own that star by yourself. I'm no. sorry. No. <laughs> Um. Wow. Yeah, What's no, worse, gotta... that or Pet Rock, <laughs> or or Rosalind Gold? Rosalind. What's a bigger scam? <laughs> a Pet Rock's definitely worth more than gold from Rosalind Capital. There's no question about that. <laughs> Don't take any investing <laughs> advice from Nico, please. Yeah. Uh. No. But okay. We have to finish the EVD thing now. So Rob has been stalking him. Yeah. That's the point. I've Rob has become a stalker from Nebraska of Eric Von Detten. I've right. I have found uh, his wife. On, um... I will admit it took me 30 seconds to find his wife on Google. <laughs> <laughs> You're just flashing his fucking his wife's Instagram story. Yeah. I mean, look oh at, my god, look at him. He's happy. Oh, good well, for him. I'm glad he stopped tearing the legs off of innocent toys, <laughs> like a little sociopath. No, but you you found his mother too, didn't you? Yeah, I found his mother a long time ago and tried to email her. <laughs> yeah, he was like Emailed emailing his, his mom. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Rob, that's not okay. <laughs> you can't email somebody's mom. Sure, I can, and I did. I do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast. Can your son come out and play? <laughs> What is wrong with you? Oh, oh he's, my he's god. He's in love with Eric Von Detten. Did you That's... email his mom and say, hey, can EVD come out and play? <laughs> I don't is remember what, what I don't remember what I sent her, and unfortunately I don't have access to my RFF radio Facebook account anymore, so Oh you don't? I lost the I I'm locked out. I mean it's out. I have no idea. I think maybe somebody tried to log into it as me and then it locked me out and then i have no recovery options available other than it flashes up here <laughs> when i went to try to recover my rff radio facebook account i'm like okay i need to recover this and they're like oh have your friends help you recover it i'm like okay so i i clicked that and then it's like here's a picture of somebody you should know who is this <laughs> like, i don't know these are all fans <laughs> Like, <laughs> you should have crowdsourced this shit on Twitter. Like, post a photo. Who are you? <laughs> Who is this? Answer this Help question. Me. Just putting all your listeners on blast. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. I have no way of getting this account back. Oh, that's terrible. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so Trump gonna get impeached or what? <laughs> just uh, let's just go for it. <laughs> uh, who you know, knows? Who yeah, knows? Who knows? Right. I mean, I don't think at this point. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, Rob you know, sent me a. Text can we just agree day. that they're all wrong at this yes, point? I think can. everybody's wrong. Yeah. You know what I realized the other day because Rob sent me a text and he was like. uh 
what's up with this Ukraine thing? Because you're like the only one that's not going to lie to me about it. Yeah. Basically. Well, it's right? it's not only that, but around here, I mean, we are heavily Republican around here. Yep. But if you're a Republican, you are way, 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 way to the right. And no, you just you, – you buy everything. You don't you, fight it, right? Right, exactly. Toe the party line. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're a Democrat, you're way the opposite to the left. Like you, you, you disagree with everything. There's no middle ground, none whatsoever. Right. And I mean, you're you're in a you're you're outnumbered as a Democrat here, twenty five to one. Sure. At least. Um, so it's tough to just get a middle of the road opinion. Right. So I will say, as somebody who doesn't hate Trump as much as the average bear, I don't like him. I didn't vote <laughs> for him, and I won't vote for him. Uh, but like, you know, I'm not like, I don't hate his guts over every little thing he does. I look at what he actually does and I go, eh, I like that. I don't like that. Whatever. Sure. Um, this is probably the worst scandal he's had. I would say this is the closest thing to the most impeachable thing that he's done in my opinion. Well, okay. But then it becomes Um, the gray area. I mean, to be honest, if you can impeach Bill Clinton for getting a blowjob. Sure. Well, they didn't, they didn't. They didn't impeach Clinton for getting the blowjob. I know. They impeached him for perjury. For yeah. lying about it. I get it. I get it. But my point is we all know where it stemmed from. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just saying like – and and it is kind of funny to hear like Republicans now defend that and argue yes. against this. Well, right. The, the it's, one it's clip – It's absurd. Yeah. I'm seeing all these clips of like Nancy Pelosi from back in the day where she is arguing – against impeachment and they're almost yeah they're using her logic for their own game now yeah. right look everybody's doing spin i think that's the bottom line like everybody's yeah. doing it's spin. all it's all theater actually yeah. that's probably the best word i've seen for it on the internet is this is all theater at this point right. it's political theater yeah. um you know i think that so andrew jackson was the only other president who's ever impeached right Andrew Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Johnson. And then uh, Nixon Nixon's almost was. No, well, Nixon was not. He resigned not. before right. he was impeached. Right. Yeah. But, and then Bill you Clinton. know, I don't know what Andrew Johnson was impeached for. I just don't know history that well. So Andrew Johnson was impeached for. <laughs> You're right. You, you, like, know history really well, don't you? <laughs> he ended up firing a military advisor that the Congress appoint- appointed? No, it wasn't Congress. I don't think it was congressionally appointed. But that but Congress, I don't, to be honest with you, Congress, I don't know. I started. I read the Wikipedia article like last week, and that's the extent of my knowledge Congress, of the Andrew Johnson. Here's what I Congress will say. made it illegal for him to get rid of. That's that is what it was. He had he fired a guy, and Congress didn't like it. That's well, line. but Congress had his Congress had a veto. He was a it was veto immunity. They had the majority to override any veto that uh-huh. Andrew Johnson had. So they had a supermajority. Exactly. So okay. they passed a law saying you cannot get rid of this military advisor. Uh, and then Congress went in recess and he fired the military advisor. What a badass. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, that's the, fucking awesome. the guy's not doing his job. I don't have a Congress here to take care of that. I have to do it. So he did it. And he appointed right. somebody else, and and Congress came back, and they're all pissed off, and they're like, "Well, we're going to impeach the motherfucker." Okay, 
I'm going to say something radical. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to be on... pro Andrew Johnson on this podcast? <laughs> sure. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Pro him. Johnson. Um, <laughs> any, any, based on everything I've heard, I do not think that a single person who has ever been impeached uh, deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I just, I just think it's all – at the end of the day, it just comes down to the opposite party doesn't like the person. So, well, I think that, that was the thing with Johnson, think, right? Yes. I think that's what, it, that's what it was with Johnson. That's what it was with Clinton, and I think that's what it is with Trump. So, and frankly, you know, here's something really controversial that I've said for years. I love Nixon. I think Nixon oh, is Oh, yes. Awesome You're the biggest president. Nixon fan I, I know. Some of my favorite presidents are Nixon and Taft. I love those guys, and they get so much shit all yeah. the time. But uh, the the reality is, I th- I think, and this is an opinion. It's just you know I can be wrong. I probably am wrong. It's fine. I'm wrong about a lot of shit. But uh, I think that what Nixon did is no different than what anybody before him no. and plenty of people after no, him have I, done. I, I agree. The, with diff- that. the main difference is he got caught. Right. And I also have a little bit of sympathy for Nixon because Nixon was a really bright guy. He was, uh, frankly, he had the experience and he was in the political position that he deserved to be president many times before. But it just so happened that when he was finally the party nominee, they decided to do the first televised debate against freaking (laughs) handsome-ass JFK with ugly-ass Nixon. No, it it, it just and so happened everyone he ran against before was way more attractive and way more articulate than yeah. him. That's all right. it was. Well, he just no. had more charisma. Well, maybe not articulate, but certainly not had more charisma. Before, it was really just JFK was the big one that, like, really, you know, was just like a, you know, TV changed the game, and he, right. it kind of hurt him. And I think, I feel a little bit of sympathy for him because I feel like after that loss, he felt like that was the only way to play politics, mm-hmm. was dirty. And I felt like he was sort of being Machiavellian about it. Like, I want to do good things for this country, but I have to do this to get there. And so I'm a little sympathetic to him. I obviously don't think what he did was right, but I'm pretty sure that everybody before and since has done it. I want to say one thing about impeachment, though. Just because you're impeached doesn't mean you're removed from office, and and no. and people you're forget just formally that. charged with a crime. Right, exactly. Impeachment is like being charged with a crime, and then the Senate has to uh, uh, convict you. And if you're convicted, then you're removed from office. So that's the other point. With you go back to to 1868 with Johnson, there is a group of three or five senators that are like. We cannot set a precedent of removing a a sitting president from office because we disagree with his politics. So for that reason, we cannot vote to convict him and remove him from office. And he was not convicted by one single vote. Had he gotten one more vote for conviction, he would have been removed from office. And it was because of this small group of senators is like, this is a bad precedent to set. We cannot just remove somebody from office because we disagree with them or don't like them. We can't do that for this country. And I will also say, based on the the politics of the current situation with with both the layout of the Senate currently and with just sort of Trump's message, mm-hmm. he could be one of the first people to where where impeachment might not actually hurt him. Well, that's. In fact, it, there, that's, there's actually some argument that impeachment could help his cause. Well, so here's, is, what, here's what we know. Uh, Andrew Johnson was what year again? 1868. 
Okay, eight to sixty-eight. Did not win re-election after impeachment. Right now, we can consider that a statistical outlier for now, though. Um, Clinton, in the wake of his impeachment, his poll number shot up. Right. And Al Gore did very well in the twenty or the two thousand election. Didn't win, but won the popular vote. Obviously, well, that was very hanging chads, all that shit. As far as I'm concerned, that election is like. Could have gone yes. either way. That election he, is so fascinating to me. And oh, yeah. the greatest fucking thing, dude. It's so it's the it's the greatest piece of history. But anyway, seemed to help Clinton's cause. He came out of there looking like a victim. Um, there is a part of me that's like, you know, most people really don't care that Trump talked to the Ukraine about Biden. No, you know what I mean. And they'll sort of because they're so used to his rhetoric so used to his behavior and so appalled by the other stuff the uh the 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 immigrant thing the the sleeping with porn stars thing what have you they're so appalled by the other stuff but are uh relatively forgiving of the ukraine stuff that they just collectively shrug at the idea of an impeachment and that this will only galvanize the base more to come out i don't know if that's going to happen what i do know though is that the Ken Starr report that was initially investigating Bill Clinton had nothing to do with Monica Lewinsky. And because, you know, the Justice Department was given such a long leash, they found that he was getting his dick sucked in the White House. So something else could come out. Well, there were also leaks about that. And that's what really spurred. It it became in in the public attention before it was really, you know. Point being, Anyways. if you open up an investigation, though, you are bound to find something else, especially with someone like Trump, who right. definitely has a lot of skeletons in the closet. Right. So it, I don't necessarily think it's going to be the Ukraine thing that sinks them. I think something else is going to come out yep. in the investigation because I do think, by the way, they are going to impeach. That's what I think. I think so. Too. That's my prediction. Yep. Yeah. I think they're going to I think they're going to try. I just don't know if the, the big question for me. Here, here's, here's what I've been saying about this all, all week really is um, right now. This is like that sort of do or die moment, that Hail Mary, where somebody it's is it's gonna blow up in somebody's face. Mm-hmm. Sure. At this point, it's you have a ticking time bomb and they're passing around like a hot potato. Yep. And somebody's gonna explode. Yep. And it could backfire on the Democrats or it could work really well for them. And also there's a third party in play here, which right now I, I kinda think the Democrats are in the best position where they have the most to gain and the least to lose. Trump is arguably in the worst position where he's the least to gain, most to lose. But the the third party who has um, quite a bit to lose and really nothing to gain is uh, the intelligence community. Yeah. And right now they're the ones who are um, – I think they're in a pretty bad position and I think the Democrats are sort of using them as a scapegoat because if things go bad for them, they can easily pawn it off on the intelligence community and say, well, we had bad information. Well, the ironic thing, too, is they're not only using the intelligence community as a scapegoat, they're using their frontrunner as a scapegoat because Biden doesn't make it out of this alive either. Well, that's – yeah, that's a good point. Right. Biden – this is bringing more attention to probably the worst thing that – for Biden. The period. one topic the, that Biden did not want to talk about in right. the entire campaign was his son because there's a lot of baggage. He has right. – he's had addiction problems in the past. This dude – uh Hooked up with his dead brother's yep. widow, widow. Yeah. a few yeah. years ago. That was a big story that like no one's talking about. And then two like, weeks later, married some other broad from somewhere else, a ninety-day fiance style. It's right, pretty, 
So this uh, was this was something that Joe did not want to touch. I mean, obviously, like he's had a very tragic life. I also uh, think it's kind of dirty. I mean, it's family. oh, it's very, it, it, it's very no, dirty. This is like it, it's this, very dirty. This just speaks to how bad politics has gotten today. That's it's, true. You know, family, you, you leave that alone. But, but I think the Democrats are totally okay with with selling old Joe down the river here. I think so. I too. think they're totally I fine because they that... know that it's only gonna make Trump and the Republicans push harder. And in order to get the full story on the Ukraine thing, you're going to have to dig more into Hunter Biden. So I think what they're saying, ironically, who I think he's their most electable candidate, we're going to sell him Biden? down the river to make. Yeah, they're going to make they're going to sell Biden down the river to make Trump look bad. When but, you say most electable, do you mean to the White House or to the nomination? No, to, yeah, to both. To both. Because yeah, I don't agree yeah. with that. Well, OK, I, I, actually I don't think, think Biden I, wants I, to be president. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's oh, some. Have you have you heard that. some things he that does. um Hillary's making some moves again, possibly? Oh my! God. Yeah, I, mean, I heard. I, I think, heard. I think. Well, this could be part of a bigger play to sell Joe down the river, and Hillary sweeps in. <laughs> oh I'm, no! <laughs> can you imagine that? It could happen. I don't know. Oh, wow. uh, I'm also thinking about you know. I think there are a few candidates who could be Trump, because you, the thing about Trump is that he's so out there. Right. Yeah. You can't you can't fight that with another person who's so out there. Um, yeah. And you also can't fight that. I, I don't think I'm not convinced that Joe Biden um, has what it takes. It's kind of close, though. Uh, I don't think Elizabeth Warren, who's currently leading, will beat him. Who's going to be the nominee, by the way. Probably. I kind of think so, too. Um, I don't think Bernie Sanders can beat no. him. Not at no. all. And not while he's having heart surgery. <laughs> right. And at this point, there are a few people who I think have a possible chance of beating him in the general, but they have no shot in the primary. Right. Yeah. Like Tulsi Gabbard, I think, is – she's a perfect counter to Trump in the sense that she's presidential, professional. She is willing to compromise. And I think – Kind of right-leaning too, by the way. She's kind of a stealth Republican, Tulsi. When you you actually look at her policies, she's not. But when you look at – so, so when you look at what she wants, she's not at all, but she's willing to compromise on most of those things. But the only reason right. that she wants those things is because it's the only thing that gives her an edge in a primary. Right. Sure. And but she is also a military veteran, so that appeals to a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yep. Right. So you know she has a chance to beat him, but she has no shot in the primary. I'm on the uh, Yang gang. I love <laughs> Yang too. I I I I like him in the way that he is like. Again, anti-establishment. I just think he'd be a cool hang. (laughs) Oh, sure. I just want to hang with Yang. You know, um... I just think think he'd be awesome. I I love Yang. I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind him except for the universal basic income. I just don't agree with that. No, I think it's a preposterous idea. But I, 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 again, (laughs) I, no, I look at that guy and I think he's not lying to me. No, he's not. No, no, no. I I think he's a very earnest guy. But the same thing that's going to happen with him is what happened to Sanders in 2016. The DNC is going to lock him out. Yeah, sure. Which is they're already doing it. Um, and then you got, I think Pete Buttigieg. Loser. Uh, He's he doesn't a have a loser. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with him. Right. I like his policies the best of all the Democratic candidates, but he has no charisma. Like he's not presidential. He has I could see, charisma. No, I could see him as a senator, but that's the highest he's going. 
Oh, dude, Mayor Pete's here to stay, man. Him getting that he, flu he, shot was I don't even, terrible. I don't even, I don't even <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say, Rob? Him <laughs> getting that flu shot. shot was a fucking atrocious. I it thought it was, was Beto. Fucking, I thought it was Mayor Pete. I thought Beto got the flu shot. Did he? Yeah. Well, whichever one it was had chicken arms. <laughs> dude, what the hell happened to Beto, dude? <laughs> Beto's just... I, oh, a year ago, he was like the next guy. <laughs> If you want to know the reality, though, uh, I'm probably not voting in 2020 because there's only like I would vote for I would probably vote for Tulsi Gabbard or Booty Gag, but that's it. I'll be throwing my vote away on Gary Johnson again, don't you? Well, worry. if he's running again, I'd probably vote for him too. Yeah, I will be. Um, thro- I, I, will I will be happily throwing my vote away next time. I will only vote for moderate candidates. <laughs> yes, that's it. I just I, I I don't care if it's a waste. I will only vote for a moderate candidate if I'm not happy with who's there. I'm not voting. I don't care. And I'm gonna I'm in a more important state than I think both of you. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yeah, because you're in a hard right state and you're in a hard left state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually in a swing state, but uh, yeah, I'm probably not gonna. I just you know, it, it's just so bad today. No, but you know what though? Uh, yes, obviously it's very discouraging. It's very bad, and people are lying all the time, and you can't get the straight answer on anything. No. Even if you want to look at like, there is no. There's no publication that's just going to give it to you straight. The no. most honest one you're going to get is like BBC, and they're not even based in the U.S. Right. No. It, it's it, it's impossible. <laughs> so, yes, it's bad. However, it's a fascinating portrait of history, isn't well, it? Well, here's the other thing: is I think the reason that you guys are so interested in politics is because you love reality TV so much, and it's there's really no difference. No, there isn't. It's I mean, I swear to God, you're literally voting people off the island. There's dirty tricks. I mean. But but elections were never the and maybe it's because of my age. But elections were never this exciting until after the two thousand. Well, but you got to think like I'm pretty sure the election of 1912 was like fascinating. You think? <laughs> what do you mean? Whichever you think whichever one Teddy Roosevelt won the first time is like super fascinating, right? Because it was well, like no, a third party. The, the, no, that's that's 1912. Oh, okay. He didn't win. Oh, right. Teddy Roosevelt ran against Howard Taft, who was his vice president, on right. a third party. Right. So, so Roosevelt was president, and then he let his vice president, Taft, become president. Didn't like Taft as president, <laughs> so he ran his own third party, split the vote, and Hoover won. We fell into a depression <laughs> immediately afterwards. Bro, that's what's going to happen with Trump, though, when Pence takes over. <laughs> Because here's what you don't understand, too. Like, if you get impeached, get thrown out of office, you can run again. That's hilarious. Yeah, I there's, wow. there's, yeah, there's nothing barring you from running again. You can do it again. Because oh, it's not a crime. I mean, you're not... Wait, I mean, you can how, does that, how does that work for... You can only... Is it, you can only be elected to two terms? Or yeah, can you yeah, only, yeah, yeah. You can, can you only, only be elected. president for two full terms? Would that nullify <laughs> the first? <laughs> no, you, no, that's a good point. No, you can be elected for two terms. Yeah, he can come back. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's just politics today is fascinating if you aren't somebody who's going to be hyperpartisan or get offended by everything or right. you know, if you can watch it from a like, you know, just a third person perspective. As a sporting event, yeah. Right. If you can just watch it as something occurring and not not be so personally tied to it, it is fascinating. Right. And like it's when the you, best sport there is. It's a Yeah, and when you think about the the historic repercussions sure. of 
these things. It's it's fascinating. Sure, it sends people into financial peril, but you know, <laughs> it's it's for the it's for but the. But you law. know what? Though, like it would happen anyways. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like no, but like you know, sure, like you know, no matter no matter what, like both people at the top are gonna fuck over the little guy. Yeah. Right. So no matter who's in in office. You know, it's just it just whatever lie it just varies based on it's you know what lie like, you get that day. Just lie well, of the it, day, and you know, and what what can they give you that suits them to get reelected, and is that enough to get you through the the four years until the next? You know, I'm this sure has inspired me. We're gonna get another tax. We're gonna get another tax break <laughs> before 2020, right? And is that gonna make people happy enough to ignore the impeachment? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> It's, it's you know. Bro, I hope Hillary run, runs again. Oh my god! We, we talk about something more important. Yeah, let's sure, talk. Man. I have a really important topic. All right. Gizmodo published this article okay. the other day called um. Hold on, let me pull it up. Uh, called "No One Wants My Hot Dog Salad." <laughs> and is that, a, is that a gay euphemism? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. I'm pretty sure Chris Rock did a bit about this one time. It's it's like it's like a lobster roll made from ground up hot dog. Ugh. Hot dogs are terrible anyway. Somebody took a hot dog and ground it up like a chicken salad or a tuna salad, and they're complaining because nobody wants to eat it. Ugh. Gizmodo published this. I, hot dogs are terrible. I do not eat <laughs> hot dogs. I just don't. At all? No. The only thing I could think of is how much more efficient would Joey Salads be eating a hot dog salad? Or not, (laughs) I said Joey Salads. Joey Chestnut. Joey Salads is a Joey (laughs) Salads. Do you guys know Joey Salads? Yes! Of course! You guys know this maniac on YouTube? Of course I do! (laughs) The name sounds familiar, but I don't know. Of course I know Joey Salads. He makes like, um, he makes like fake prank videos. Oh, yeah. He He did this video where he's like, (laughs) <laughs> where he's like, um, he parked a car that said like, um, like that had like a Trump 2020 sticker in a black neighborhood. <laughs> and he's like, let's see what happens. And he sets up a hidden camera and then it goes three hours later and it shows like a bunch of big black guys just <laughs> destroying the car. But somebody who lived in that neighborhood that also wasn't really a black neighborhood, by the way, um, from their apartment window videotaped the entire thing. Joey Chestnut is sitting there filming it. Joey talking Salads. To- Joey Salads. <laughs> I can't. How do I get these two mixed up? They're so different. <laughs> Joey Salads is talking to the camera. And right off to the side are the guys. And then as soon oh as he walks God. off camera, they come up and they start beating the car. And then he hands up cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's he's a piece of shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas uh, Joey Chestnut is a, a god among men. Is a great human being. A but I gotta American. think, how efficient would it be to eat a hot dog salad? Now, Nico, do you eat hot dogs with your picky eater <laughs> oh. syndrome? What do you think? I don't. What do you think? I don't think so, but it wouldn't surprise me. I don't eat meat. Oh, you okay. Eat chicken nuggets. Oh, that's true. I just got into chicken nuggets. Yeah. You just got into chicken nuggets. It's been yeah. a year. Yeah. Well, yeah, but a year. What brought this? What brought the chicken nuggets on? <laughs> I don't know. I just tried it. I, no, I'm trying. He started what? going to the gym with his brother. Yeah. Need... And Andre's pushing him, saying, "You need protein. You need protein. Yeah." So now when he goes to McDonald's, he gets some chicken nuggets with his French fries. That's good. 
and that's it's a step up. It is a very. I just got a multivitamin too. I've been I've been multivitamin. Good, thank you. That article that I read scared me into getting a multivitamin. I, it, listen, it scared uh, many people in my life I who were quick to tell me that <laughs> you're going to go blind. <laughs> oh, you read that article too? I think 20 people sent it to him. So I read the, no, I read the article and I thought about sending it to him and I said, I don't want to scare him. <laughs> no, well, okay. So, yes, half, was the nice. people in, half the people in my life decided they wanted to alarm me. The other half were like you. But everybody saw the article and everybody <laughs> thought about me. Yeah. That's the point. No, listeners I, sent me the article. I alarmed Multiple you. listeners. I alarmed I mean, I, you. Yeah. I just I, – I, I was like, you know, if I haven't been able to get him to stop now, <laughs> it's it's – we gotta, we gotta, you know, baby steps. You've done. I'm a, not going blind, people. Don't worry so, about me. So, you're doing like a one a day gummy. <laughs> yes, I have. The, not a gummy. It's a. It's. It's. A, you know what I was reminded of? How good the Flintstone vitamins I know, were back right? in the day. Those are the shit. Yeah. Oh, they were the best. They were kind so of chalky, good. but they yeah. were like. I love. It made me want to eat chalk as a kid. Yeah. I had a. I had a. Uh, <laughs> I had a beer the other day that that tasted like a Flintstone vitamin. Ugh. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Well, I was kind of into it. I was kind of into it. Well, it was like a cider type thing. I do oh the men's one-a-day chewable gummies. Hey, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> beer me. Anyway. Beer me, woman. Beer me, woman. <laughs> well, no, I actually just want another beer. I'm having another one, too. Good deal. <laughs> Uh, Typical yeah, no, Thursday night. I'm I'm on the one a day. It's I don't know. It's the whole shebang. I oh, got. Rod, I just got. What I do earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I work twelve hours a day and then I chug three beers. It's nice, <laughs> nice. This is what I do. Oh, you don't have a glass. You no. can open it yourself. No, I drink it out of the can like a heathen. You monster. I I don't know what I'm getting in the vitamin, but I've been promised that it's not going to make me go blind. Okay. So I'm just going to keep okay. doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm really – I didn't know the chicken nugget. Uh... You don't know what you're eating? You're just putting stuff in your body and you're not questioning it? It's, I don't know. It's got all the vitamins in it. <laughs> A through F, I think. It's got the alphabet. Yeah. I, was I not... just looked for the one with the most letters. That's I was not made aware of the chicken nugget development, so I'm very yeah, happy Yeah, no, that, that. that happened about a year ago. I mean I, I still – it's weird. Uh, I think I talked about this before, but like, um, it it's not only the the look and the texture and the smell of the food that makes me uncomfortable. It's now the fact that I've went twenty four years developing this unique palate. Mm-hmm. So even if one day I were to just like miraculously come out of this trance and be like, "Oh, why am I afraid of a slice of pizza?" It still doesn't mean that I'll try the pizza and I'll like it. Like I've I've almost trained my taste buds to to uh, agree with my weird psychological thing. So now yeah. there's two hurdles that I'm getting over. So I got over the uh, the uh, the sort of psychological hurdle with the chicken nuggets. I'm like, okay, the texture is similar to stuff that I've had before. It's chewy like a French fry. It's from McDonald's. All this stuff, whatever. And the so that I was able to overcome. But then I still chew the chicken nugget, and I'm like, oh, I'm not used to this tender taste i've just i don't have anything tender in my diet at all uh i just don't so know that's how, been like the hurdle more than anything like you know how I mean? you can look at a, a nice juicy you know beautifully prepared steak and not go oh, 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 oh. i want you to eat sushi oh god no oh. i want you to eat sushi with wasabi that's what i want you Whoa. to do that's <laughs> a hard pass for me <laughs> even that I, stuff looks revolting even dude i 
if I can get you to eat raw fish, wasabi, and ginger in one bite, mm, <laughs> that would be you. You would not know. You would be shocked at the amount of flavors you've never had. I've recently expanded my <laughs> palate and enjoy crab legs now. I never had crab legs before, hmm. but enjoy. Well, I bought something at the store the other day. They had um, mystery flavored Oreos. Oof. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like. I, was, or- I don't like. I was Oreos. wondering if you like it. No. no. What if I, I don't like any? What, I don't like any mystery. What if I told you what the flavor was? Because I've I've had them. What What's is the, the flavor? What is the flavor? It is almost. De- By the way, you can win fifty thousand dollars if you guess this right. So I'm giving you guys a freebie here. Ooh, right? All right. <laughs> I want to just point out how generous I am. Really quick. All right. <laughs> this is a tip top secret. <laughs> This flavor is almost certainly cinnamon bun. Oh. Okay, I dig cinnamon, actually. They're quite good. Have you had a cinnamon it roll, Nico? A, it's, a, it's a cinnamon bun. Have you had a cinnamon roll, Nico? Never had a cinnamon roll. Have, I've enjoyed cinnamon graham crackers in my day. Cinnamon Did you know? So <laughs> do you know the difference between a cinnamon bun and a cinnamon roll? I well, just I learned ass- this recently. Well, I assume one you wrap, one you... It's, it's stupid, yeah. It's one you roll, yeah. and the other one's... A bun. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. Why are they different? They taste the same. It is dumb, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, I love a good cinnamon roll. Ugh. But not a bun, right? You know, I don't know if I've really ever had a good cinnamon bun. A cinnabun. We don't have a cinnabun yeah. around here. Oh, you yeah, don't? We, no. With, uh, with Saul Goodman working at it? No, 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 I don't. I don't even think that's real in Omaha, but <laughs> do, do you guys have uh, in and out? No. What the fuck do, do you have? not have in and out? <laughs> they have uh, the you have gas steaks, station, right? dude. You have, they the have steaks. a farm. You have Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks, but that isn't really that's more like so you order you guys, online and you, Yeah, do you do mail delivery in Om- if you're like right there? <laughs> yeah, they'll yeah, Omaha or do you steaks. just go pick them up. <laughs> no, Omaha Omaha's still like four hours away from me. Oh, so, but is it like one day shipping? Uh, it's probably one or two day shipping. Yeah, so you get it pretty quick. Yeah, it's not. Do they even bother freezing it? Or you know what? Gonna... I'll be honest with you. I've never bought Omaha steaks. We kill our own cows around here and eat them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see. And that's no joke. I'm a block and a half away from a slaughterhouse. <laughs> have you ever killed a cow? I have not personally killed a cow. Have, no. Have you ever sucked the life out of a living creature? I have not. No. All right. Well, small birds, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, no, the, the slaughterhouse is, like, right across uh, the two streets from me, basically. Block and a half away. Uh, you ever hear, like, <laughs> cows screaming in the I was, was going to say, you should record a podcast about the slaughterhouse. <laughs> yeah. so you um, hear the hear the horror in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, you'll hear a moo, but, I mean, you hear cows moo all the time. <laughs> I mean... You'll hear a moo, he says. Just a moo? Just a moo. (laughs) You hear moo! (laughs) Shing! Oh my god. (laughs) You'll hear a moo! (laughs) A moo? You don't hear the the blood-curdling screams of innocent animals brought to their death. You just hear a moo and a thud. <laughs> you know, there's this weird dichotomy, like of the idea of seeing or hearing a cow be murdered, is awful. 
it but is. I also love steak. I know it. It is, and it's... I can't imagine being a vegan. Yeah, it's and not I, actually no more than that. I hate vegans. Right. I I was in a kill room a long time ago, and I didn't like it. I mean, it's not a pleasant experience by any stretch. Right. Would you continue to eat? cow-based products if you had to kill every cow in order to eat it. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's, man. That's how <laughs> fucking good it is. <laughs> like, like when I, when I, if you said steak, just steak, I could probably move on. But a burger. Oh. I can't, it's a burger. It's a burger. It's a burger. And you know what, you know what else, like, I mean, I know you, technically you don't have to kill a cow for cheese, but you said cow products and <laughs> cheese, man. Cheese and All milk. Right. I love milk. I had milk once. Yeah, like fifteen years ago. <laughs> I threw it up. I'm not kidding. You. I oh. threw it up. I thought it was disgusting. It's delicious. Yeah, Jeez. I haven't enjoyed milk since it came out the tea. Jesus, good. Have you had, have you had almond milk? No. I would like to try it. I've never tried uh, a, an almond or a, a, a non cow milk product. So, I've had. Three non-cow milks or non-mammalian <laughs> milks. <laughs> um, there's almond milk, coconut milk, and uh, oat milk. Oat I've milk, had. yeah. Oh, and I guess there's also macadamia. How about chocolate milk? Chocolate. Well, milk. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> you get it out of the chocolates. Booty. Have you had goat milk? You've had goat cheese, probably. <laughs> I've yeah. had goat cheese. Yeah. But uh, here's what I will say: oat milk literally tastes like cereal milk. Really? It just tastes like milk that you soaked in cereal. Oh. So maybe it would be a good cereal milk. Something to put I actually, in. when I had my Count Chocula last week and my Boo Berry cereal, <laughs> I, uh, I had oat milk. Ah, I might try some oat milk. It was pretty good. Almond milk's pretty good, but I would only have it sweetened. Coconut yeah. milk tastes like water and it's not milk. It's, yeah. it's fucking See, I fucking hate sacrilegious. coconut. I hate coconut. I, I think it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You're morally against it. It's I'm, I'd rather kill a cow, <laughs> yeah, than waste a coconut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn. No, yeah, it, I, uh, I'm, I'm working on getting the diet. I'm working on it. I just, I wish you could experience a good steak. Right. Really. I really do. Like the better things, like, like a, a Five Guys burger, a Five Guys bacon cheeseburger. Right. Is Five Guys the same? It's not the same company that it's Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. We have yes, Har- Carl's Jr. We, and Hardee's. We have no, Hardee's no, around guys here. Is much better. Yeah, we have Hardee's around. Well, I don't know where our nearest Hardee's is anymore, but that's what's here in the the Midwest section of our, of my so, country. I, just so you know, in the Northeast, we don't have either. Really? <laughs> well, no. Well, when I lived in Boston, they had a they had one okay. Maybe in a major city like Boston, they'll have like a couple. But generally speaking, those are found like more down south on the yes. east coast, yeah. long right. like uh, when you get to like the Carolinas. Like we we just got our first Chick Fil A here. Yeah, that was, like, oh now see we got Chick Fil A nearby. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have tons of Chick Fil A's out here in Ohio. Although yeah. we have something better than Chick Fil A here in Nebraska, and I don't know how far it's made it. What's but it we called? raising canes. We have a raising canes oh, right next to yeah, way better than Chick Fil A. Mikhail and I went to raising canes for the first time a few weeks ago, and we were blown away by how much better than uh, Chick Fil A it was. It is. It's a thousand times better than than Chick-fil-A. especially they give you the freaking uh, the the bread. The bread is so they fucking give you like good. a piece of Texas toast or something yep. with butter on it. Yep. 
and then some chicken, and they have like this special sauce that's probably just like mayonnaise and ketchup it, and that's fat. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> is it fast food restaurant? Yes. Yeah. The French fries I mean, are the French fries are outstanding. The chicken strips. So it's ba- all they have. No illusion health. No. <laughs> all they clock. all they have on their menu is chicken strips and French fries. If you order a chicken sandwich, it's two chicken strips between buns. <laughs> That's all it is. Menu's like three things big, and it's all the same thing. Yep. It's brilliant. It's actually that's also kind of what I think is really brilliant about like In and Out. Their well, that's menu, where they get the name, yeah. Their menu, well, no, but the, yeah, no, it's lit. No, it is actually literally. Their menu is like four things, but okay, you, you know about the the secret menu in and out. So in and out, you can literally get like um, it's it's like a burger, a cheeseburger, yeah. fries, chocolate shake, vanilla shake, nice, and like that's their menu, right? And uh, but they have a whole secret menu where you can like it's literally not listed on the menu, but you can say like I want an animal style. All right. And they just do a bunch of weird shit too. I don't even know what they do. <laughs> I've only been to In and Out once in my life out in Las Vegas. I, I don't think there are any nearby, unfortunately. One. I need to try one. I did one in Arizona. Uh, I got to tell you, the fries were underwhelming. I was very underwhelmed. Yeah. I will say this what, the best fast food burger I've ever had McDonald's. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, In and Out Burger. Oh, oh In and Out Burger. Really? Best fast food burger. Really? Nice, thin, crispy patties like the mm-hmm. smash burger style and all of the vegetables were fresh like fresh crunchy iceberg lettuce thick cut tomato wow. fresh red onion like really good no shit i i am just a sucker for a mcdonald's burger though i, I mean, know i think that... i love a double quarter pounder yeah that's that's one of the things i learned when i went to arizona because i tr- i did every i did jack in the box in and out and uh there was a third one I, at I the end of the remember. day like, I think being from New England, we're a little spoiled because we literally only have McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. Right. We literally don't have all those other chains. We just right. don't. Right. And but, yes, Go, there's going a reason. Out there, right. Exactly. McDonald's is the best. <laughs> yeah. Precisely right. What I realized, what I learned out there is, oh, yeah, that's why McDonald's is the most popular fast food chain yeah. in, the, in the country. Yeah. Right. We you have like, a steak and shake out here. Yeah. We have all sorts of shit that I've never heard of, and I, I'm like, oh, let's try it, because I love trying new things, and it's just underwhelming. Yeah. You always expect that the grass is greener on the other side. Right. You're like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's Mickey D's or nothing. And, it, you know, in a way, as much as people like hate on McDonald's, and they're like, oh, they're a shitty corporation, you know, like, I, I have a newfound respect for them. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ray Kroc, great how, guy. Yeah. How, the, how can you be that <laughs> consistent and good? Right. In every country on the planet. Yep. I swear to God, I can walk into an Ethiopian McDonald's and order a number two and get the same thing. Yep. No, it's the fucking Tom Brady of fast food. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's just such a sustained level of excellence. But it's, you know, it's not going to, like, blow you away. He's not going to throw for 600 yards in a game with no <laughs> interceptions. But, like, it's right there. And he's always going to put you in a position to succeed. That's what it is with McDonald's. They're never going to let you down. A, a McDonald's French fry in Connecticut is the same as a McDonald's French fry in Zimbabwe. Right. Uh, right. But I know that I'm spoiled here, too, because there is nothing better than sitting down at the cafe here in town and knowing that the steak that you ordered or the hamburger that you're having is literally from a cow that you heard go moo last less night. than a half mile away. I mean, it's <laughs> right. fresh. It, it's delicious. It's like been... you could ask the waiter the, the cow's name. Right. And you know. can. Absolutely. <laughs> like unironically. Yeah. 
Well, this is Bessie. She gave her life <laughs> to us three days ago. <laughs> it's all Bessie and Wilbur. It's yeah, exactly. Only two names. <laughs> they don't put a lot of thought into their cow names because they just slaughter so many of right. them. <laughs> we literally grow them to slaughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, here's well, another, here's another weird, weird segue back to what we were talking about earlier. But, like, how big is America? It's huge. Like, the fact that we think, like, any one person in America has the right politics. <laughs> yeah. Our country is so fucking big. Yeah. I can't imagine living next to a slaughterhouse, and I'm, I'm sure he can't imagine, you know, living next to people. No. I mean, <laughs> it's a massive country. Dude, this guy doesn't deal with traffic. No. You don't deal with traffic? I live in a town of 400 people. Dude. It took me 45 minutes to go six miles today. Oh, I can go six miles in about four and a half minutes. <laughs> you know, Rob, no, yeah. Rob, does, Rob doesn't know traffic. No, like, I Like, that's just – no, it's like, you know, if you grew up in Cuba and all of a sudden you saw snow. Right. It's do like you something even have, you hear about in fairy tales. Do you even have playlists, like, for your car? No, it's all... – <laughs> You don't need to, right? No. You don't go anywhere. No. <laughs> You're just there. I mean, but here's the thing, like – Everywhere Dude, I that... download, I download a twenty-hour audiobook so I can drive ten minutes. <laughs> but the thing <laughs> because is, because I don't know when I'm going to get there. Everywhere that I need to go, <laughs> I have to drive. Like the my doctor is thirty miles away. Right. Everything, a, I, I do know this. Yeah, everything's spread out. It's a thirty-minute drive to go thirty miles. You know, it. Everywhere right. I have to go, we drive. But there's there's no traffic. There's like, yeah, you get stuck behind a semi every once in a while, and you're like, what the fuck is going on around here? <laughs> because I'm not being, I'm not able to go 70 miles an hour. I'm actually having to go 63 miles an hour. <laughs> Ain't that the worst? It's the terrible. Bro, but, the street next to me, the main strip where all civilization is, where my Walmart is, where my gym is, where my McDonald's is, right down the street from me, has been under construction for two years. Yeah. Two years. I've been told. Oh, it's like three months away. You're, you'll be all set in like three months. Two years they've been working <laughs> on this. I have to sit bumper to bumper traffic to work out every day. It should be a two minute drive. It takes me twenty. Nope. I, I don't it's know. It's amazing. What, you guys don't have to deal with. I've that. never had to deal with bumper to bumper traffic. Ever. Never. It's, ever. It's insane. <laughs> I've never. You realize my daily life, I'm, and it's not even the worst for like. Nico or I, like, there are people who literally daily have, like, a 90-minute commute to work yeah, to go course. literally 30 miles. If yeah. they live in L.A. or New York or whatever. A 90-minute right. commute here would be 90 miles away. <laughs> I would say I, I would say literally, like, L.A., D.C., New York, or Chicago. Like, that's their everyday life. Right. I, I don't think I can ever – and I think that's – when Danny came for a visit, I think it opened his eyes – to really I, I can't explain ever how small my community is. I, well, I mean, like I live like only forty five minutes from cornfields. Yeah. Like I, I kinda think I'm in a happy middle ground here. Yeah, you you live in a very good spot, but you also don't realize that we have cornfields for miles and there's no there's no middle spot. There's no place <laughs> <laughs> there's no middle spot that you live in for me to go to. Doesn't it bother you that like you could be murdered and nobody would know? 
No, I think I would be murdered and <laughs> and missed like, like immediately. Like Children of the Corn is only like seconds away. Based on a true story. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would I would be noticed. There's no way for me to disappear without somebody noticing within 12 hours. But like, and I okay. live alone. No, 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 no. Your, your no. community is like where the Salem witch trials happened. Do you well, understand okay, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Here, the argument would be though. I think <laughs> for that, Rob's town is everybody knows everybody's name. Yes. So if Rob vanishes now, they're like, oh, what happened to the tech guy from the school? Right. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Right. At the same time, though, if about I don't know four people in your town, mm-hmm. all it would take is like four people decided to. Destroy the whole town. Right. Like. <laughs> no, it could, that's it. It could happen. If cowboys rode in <laughs> yeah, and they went to the local <laughs> saloon. If Children of the Corn happens, right? <laughs> if, if all the kids in town picked up their pitchforks, <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you're not wrong. I don't think you either understand <laughs> the f- amount of firepower that we have in this, uh, maybe this that's town. Oh, there's an excellent everybody's point. Everybody's loading a shotgun, right? Everyone has. I I don't have any yet. Rob, how many guns are in your house? I don't have any in my house. Oh, right? tell me the truth. No, zero. You don't have to lie for the podcast. Right? No, I I have no. Oh, really, really. But really, I need okay. some. I, I definitely promise. I won't tell some. anyone. <laughs> I need he's, some. No, he's packing heat, just not of the <laughs> yeah. variety. But I would yeah, say I most guns. I just have a rocket-propelled grenade. <laughs> <laughs> most people probably have, on average, more than ten guns in their house. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think of when you think statistically how guns outnumber people seven to one in yeah. the U.S. Yeah. I gotta think like Nebraska. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <Texas>. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. I I don't like guns. I would never get one. Well, uh, you, know it, you know the twenty eighty rule, which is what? Which is like eighty percent of your whatever comes from twenty percent of the people. So oh, like sure. for, for the podcast, right? Like twenty percent of all interaction, shares, and likes and stuff on social media comes, or eighty percent of interaction. Shares and likes yes. and stuff comes from only twenty percent of yes. the listeners, right? Statistically, uh, by the same way, eighty percent of the guns in the U.S. probably only belong to twenty percent of the U.S. population, right? Probably, but but that's the thing though. Like I don't understand it. I don't come from a culture that ever right. had guns, uh, and like I'm in the Northeast, so gun ownership is just not a huge thing over here. Right. Um, but that's the shit that you have to think about when people are concerned about their Second Amendment rights getting violated. Just like from an empathetic level to be like, you're taking away 10 of our guns. Yeah. We have 10 of them and now you want us to have zero. Well, and like, this is also another point to like the, the you know, it's it's a different world. Completely. It is. That's exactly yeah. right. Completely. It's not even which is, remotely the same. Right. Which is why like you got to be a little more sympathetic. Like obviously I, I again, I'm not a gun guy and I, I don't. It's not necessarily important to me that people have well, assault rifles in their homes. But, stop let Stop letting like. 30 people in Washington, D.C. dictate everything. Yeah. Amen, That's all. Nick. That's tyrannical government. <laughs> Amen, Nick. God damn it. <laughs> no, My I, grandfather, I just... What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just had a... No, actually, you finish your point, then I'll tell him this story. No, I, I, I was just going to say, I just can't stress in words the experience of living here. And I can't... I need and, to get out there. And, and you can't express to me the in words what it's like to live where you live right i've been to the big city i've dealt with 
traffic in Omaha or Minneapolis. The big city. The big city. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like, well, he's been to not, New York. Yeah. No, no, no yeah. but it's, it's not like it's not like I've been to the city. It's like I've been to the big city. The big city. Like yeah. that statement is so country. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, but I live. Like, I live in a town that, you know, is two miles long by a mile and a half wide, you know, and and if I needed to, I could walk from, you know, one corner to the next in 15 minutes. Well, what it is, is like, we're just fish in a tank, right? We're just fish in the water. You can't see the water outside because you've known it your entire life. That's what it is. It's like, I can't even describe to you what's a normal day here which is like yeah you sit through traffic for 10 minutes and like you go to new york or boston every once in a while and like i i could navigate a subway system and it's just you know it's fairly normal to me and like for you that'd be like trains underground yeah (laughs) what is this demonic magic going on uh yeah it's it's just uh you grow up in it but if i have to be at work at eight o'clock i leave home at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Oh my god. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but th- I was gonna piggyback on the gun point. My grandfather just the other day told me this story. He grew up in Nazi Germany. My grandfather. Oh wow. Uh, was like a kid in Nazi Germany, and when the war ended, he like went in the woods and found like a bunch of old German weapons oh, just hanging wow. out. So he was like 12, right? Yeah. He was like young, young boy. So him and his friends were like, yo, let's fucking shoot some Nazi guns. Oh, my God. So they, got, they just like started playing with guns. They end up finding a bazooka. <gasps> the bazooka, this friend fires the bazooka. Oh my God. It knocks down like five trees. <laughs> it just goes. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> the guy like falls backwards. I don't know how none of these kids died. I'm imagining an Oompa Loompa shooting a fucking bazooka. (laughs) Right. And I'm just, and I just thinking to myself, I'm like, how do you explain that? Like, that's how common guns were in their lives. Right. Like, they grew up in war times. The idea of not being armed at the time is just insane. You know? But my my great grandmother grew up in, or she, she was in rural north, middle of nowhere, Maine. I mean, yeah. like, nobody lives in this town. Like, the town was, like, 50 people, literally. It's very, very small. Both my grandparents grew up there. They met there. Um, my, 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 uh, I believe my Grammy's father held my Pepe's father as he died because they worked together on the railroad, how small this town was, okay? Wow. This is how small this town was. He died on the railroad in an accident, and they were working together, all right? Like, my great Grammy had her own store out of her house in this little town. She had a little shop she used to sell. She had one of those really vintage old Coca-Cola coolers. She would sell sodas out of it, and the glass bottle sodas, and she sure. sold a bunch of general store, you know? And she had a big rifle. <laughs> All right? There was a time where a guy came into her store, chatted with her for a bit, didn't buy anything, left. Walked next door to another store, murdered the guy in the shop with a machete. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. I just want to be clear that I wouldn't be here. Ah. <laughs> oh. If that went differently. I mean. Just crazy. because she had the rifle. I don't know. I don't know. It must have been. Maybe. 
maybe he didn't know. Maybe it was just random coincidence. Maybe the guy – I don't know. Maybe the other know. convenience store didn't have RC Cola. Maybe and I can, I can also say, like, I don't know the full story. I wasn't even alive. Like, I have no idea. But this is just what I've been told and, you know, I'm sure yeah, it's, it's just a, – it's a different culture. I mean, I people so, don't understand that enough. When you have these debates, you know – there's an assumption that you can just have it on an intellectual level and that everybody's living the same experience that you are. But the reality is your upbringing is vastly different from their upbringing. Uh, and this is with everything. It's not just for guns. It's my, for every – it's for racial is, divides. It's for anything, right? My, and this is another thing. It's like frankly as crazy as everything is, the system's working. It is you know what I mean? Pretty well. It's, it's actually working well. well. No, it's working really well. Yeah. Like, this is how it's supposed to be. It's pretty sweet here. As crazy and horrible as it is, this is what it's supposed to be. My mom has a conspiracy theory, though. This is a family conspiracy theory because the farm that I grew up on uh, was built by the man who run the bank in town that was just about a mile and a half away. Anyway, he embezzled all of the money from the bank to build the barn and the hog shed on the place. And bankrupt, it destroyed the bank in town. And okay, it was... wait. <laughs> Are you hung up on the phrase hog shed as well? No. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you bankrupt a bank by building a barn. He did. That's how little money there was. How expensive he, was this barn? Well, he embezzled all this money and then built this barn and hog shed. And right, but mom can't cost more than a couple thousand bucks. I mean, the, the bank collapsed. Uh, after they found out about all of Physically? this, what's that? Physically, <laughs> no, financially <laughs> collapsed. If finance tumbled in, the, no, it financially collapsed. <laughs> okay, that was the trip. It just <laughs> no, house the cards financially <laughs> collapsed after he built this. He was he was arrested and spent time in jail for embezzling the money. Mom thinks there's money buried on our farm somewhere. Oh, and she's this gonna, is great. She's going to go to her grave thinking that Rob, there's my start digging. I know, right? Rob. Yes. So next week, Nico and I are going to buy some plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. Stop, stop, stop. Come on out. First, we're going to buy some shovels. <laughs> then we're going to buy some plane tickets. But you're not going to bring the shovel on a plane. And yeah. a metal detector. <laughs> metal detectors. We need um, metal detectors. I mean, I think we just found a new podcast. Yes. I think we've just come up with a National Treasure sequel. That's yes. what I think. <laughs> Dude, there's National Treasure, Treasure 3. Hogwild. <laughs> Hogwild. <laughs> oh. I, I don't think you understand how, like, state of the art our hog shed was. Like, it was top oh, of the I, line. I would assume if it bankrupted an entire bank. <laughs> yeah. I would think they had to bail out your farm. You got a disco ball and a love seat. And... Yeah, it's amazing. Water bed in there. Yeah, but my mom's gonna carpeting. My mom's gonna go to her grave believing that there's money buried somewhere on the farm. Oh, I'm so in. Oh, am I? I yeah. am in. Come on I'm out! I am going to your house with that point of view. Come on That's in. I'm, I, I'm saying this unironically. Yes. Unironically, I am also saying it. Unironically. I want to express to you how serious I am right now. <laughs> so why let's let's dig into this theory a little. I want to hear what Nick. Ha- I want to hear what in. Nick has to say. I get it. That's okay. a funny pun. Um, no, I we 
for real are going to buy plane tickets. We're going to go to Nebraska. We're going to get shovels. And we're going to find this treasure. Why does she believe there's treasure? Well, just because how do you bankrupt a bank building a hog shed? Because of all the money that was taken from the bank. Here's the thing. Does your family still own the barn? Oh, yeah. It's still on the farm. Rob, I think we need to legitimately do this. Yeah. This needs to be a podcast. No, I bet you it's underneath. I bet you it's on the How about we bring Adam and he doesn't get any cut of the money, but he films. Well, we'll pay him for the documentary? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Adam films and the rest of us do all the work and we get all the money. Rob gets 80% of it and you and I get 10% each. There. I like it. Who was the guy? Was was the guy like a criminal? Was he convicted of no, shit? He was he yes, he was convicted. Uh he ran the bank. He was the bank manager. Is he dead? Oh yeah, long dead. Is, How old is this story? Is he a family? I don't know. I would need to talk. This story is probably seventy five years old. Well, this oh, money eighty five. No, what I love about it, this money's gonna look cool. Yeah. Right. If it's, you know what I mean? It's going to be like real green dollars. Oh, here's Teddy none Roosevelt of this, money. None yeah. of this blue orange dollar bill shit that we have sure nowadays. Is. None of this euro shit. <laughs> you know, all the euros are weird rainbow colors. Let, none we of that. Find the family tree. I want green. I just I'm texting you guys a picture. It's not a very good picture, but it's the barn. So. I, Rob, I'm actually dead serious. I, come on out. I would love to I have, have no you. reason not to go to Nebraska. Exactly. How far is the drive from you? It's like only like 12 hours, right? Probably, yeah. From me? From Yeah. No, there's no way, dude. That's fucking far. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think actually Cincinnati is about halfway between where I am and where Rob is. I'm going to look. Okay, this is the barn? That's the barn. This is the state-of-the-art barn you're talking about? No, oh, not the collapse building. Not the, the collapse building, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, I will admit that Nebraska's a lot closer than I thought it was. Yeah, it's only 14-hour drive to Cincinnati. 15 hours. Yeah. 15 hours, yeah. About a thousand miles. Not terrible. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll meet up with you. We'll go to another Bengals game, and then we'll go see Rob. Um, What's that fucking state in between? Well, Illinois. there's Iowa, Illinois, right, and Indiana, Indiana. Illinois, Iowa, and Nebraska. Yeah. So it's literally all the I states. Yep. Who thought to put that many I states all together? Right? It don't make any sense. Dude, we can just combine all of them into like one state. Yeah, pretty much. We don't don't need a North and South Dakota. (laughs) You've thought about this before, right? Simplify the United States. Yeah, I think, think, honestly, here's the thing. I say Maine to Massachusetts, one state. Rhode Island... Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, one state. Yeah. Right? Pennsylvania, Delaware, uh, Maryland, one state. Virginia, West Virginia, one state. Carolinas, one state. Right? Cincy, Ohio, or Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, one state. Boom. Like, just, let's just, let's just it stop. It sounds like this. gerrymandering is what this someday, is, but I'm into it. Someday, no, you, though, these states you know are. What? You do this. Well, and then you take all the power away from the federal government and you just give it to these big states. Man, you're being and you very... let and hold on, hold on. And then you let them go to war with each other. Does California get to divide up or we're still keeping that as one? Let them have it. Um, no, I think California splits into 30 states. Okay. And they all have to fight each other. I think but they, though but that... they only get spoons. 
in, what were you saying, Rob? in the in the future, the far away future, probably not even in our lifetimes, some of these states are not going to be be financially viable anymore. It's going to happen. Right. Not that far, Rob. Well, okay. Eagle lives in Connecticut. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> oh, Connecticut <laughs> is on the brink, dude. It's dude, over. It's so bad. I, I mean, I I think that we're going to see something. These states are going to have to start combining services to save money and be financially viable. Otherwise, right. you're going to be taxing the hell out of your, your residents. Well, we are already. Well, Here's yeah. The thing. Like, even as bad as I joke Connecticut is, like, California's statistically worse. And oh, yet yeah. people still live there. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think they'll just find creative ways to deal with it. I think Connecticut has like the second largest deficit in the country, though. Yeah, legalized sure. pot. Something like that. Let's get the pot. Well, that's the thing, though. No, seriously, though, pot is the answer. Yeah, like pot will save the world. I I'm think it's our new cash no, no, but crop. For how long, though? Well, at least for the immediate future. Yeah, but that's not good enough. It's, it's our new. Yeah. It's our new cash crop. You know, it's it, honestly it is working. Yeah. Like Colorado's doing great. Yeah, every kid. A friend, has... a friend of mine just went to Colorado, and he was like, "You know what? You walk around there, no one's high anymore. No, <laughs> because they 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 just got like you know their fair the share. Yeah, they got it out of their system. You can get it at the package store now. Right. <laughs> and you you know you have a little the pot with your dinner. Store. Whatever. You have it's a little pot. You realize when you say the package store, nobody knows what you're talking about. Is that really a Connecticut thing? It's a Connecticut only thing. I never knew that. Rob, do you have any? Rob just walked away. Yeah. All right. Um, (laughs) Of course he did. He has no idea what the package store is. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was just a Connecticut thing. Well, no, most people would assume that you're talking about like you know USPS, right? For package, (laughs) FedEx, right? Right. No, I. But what I understand is like they just got it out of their system. They have a little pot with dinner every once in a while, and they don't want to pay an absorbent amount of money, and and get taxed the shit out of. They have a little pot with dinner. No, it's just... smoking a waffle, it's a like, bong and a blitz. It's like my grandfather with wine. It's just, yeah, he just a little sip. It's good for the liver. Dude, I'm not kidding you. My grandfather, like a couple months ago, I'm not making this up. alcohol is good for the liver? I don't know what the hell he said. I, no, I think he said it's good for the heart. But, okay, so my grandfather, who is like an 87-year-old Italian man and loves drinking wine with dinner every night, Love got it. hammered off of wine. We were at a family party. And all of a sudden I go, you know, you should probably stop drinking wine. He reaches into his pocket, pulls out his wallet. I'm not making this up. Did he bag you? No. (laughs) Magazine article. Magazine article from 1989. (laughs) I'm not making this up. Cutting edge science. One little, you know, excerpt, misquote. uh, Glass of wine every night, good for your heart health. He carries this thing around like a prescription, and he's well, had it I in his wallet it. for 30 years. My my assumption is that he's been waiting 30 years to use this. Yes, yeah. No, it's like a doctor's note. It's like a get-out-of-jail card. <laughs> Just letting you know I have on good authority. This is going to help my heart health. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Oh, Carried it around oh for 30 my years. God. Do not underestimate uh, old Italian men and their uh, their love you know, of wine. A lot, a lot changes in thirty years. <laughs> Apparently, um, not the science on 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 the consumption of wine. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I guess it, arguably some things are exactly the same today as they were in nineteen eighty nine. So, right. <laughs> in some ways, right? Yeah. 
Oh my uh, god! That's man, we're at the two hour mark, y'all. We are. This is so hell of a show. I love it. Yeah, man. my computer says two and a half gigabytes for this audio, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm looking at this map of the United States, and Ro- they have Roswell, New Mexico, marked out. <laughs> Why? I kind of want to just go to Roswell now. <laughs> oh my well, don't god! Don't you want to live in Albuquerque? I do want to live in in the ABQ. That's your well, retirement plan, right? That is my is retirement that, plan. Yeah? Yeah. It's because of the meth? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, no, I, a, no, I think legitimately that is the only reason, right? I, it's because of Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it was I a think, hell of a tourism, uh, you know, <laughs> show. <laughs> Every episode at the end paid for by the city of Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw some pizza. I'm the just roof, not. You know I'm not going to deal with snow in my old age. I'm just That's something. Not. I feel like old people just gravitate towards heat. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like my uh, my parents, bless their hearts, uh, are old people now. Um, but completely opposite. Like when I was growing up, my mom would turn the air conditioner on at night, and it would be like 65 degrees in our house. Like just for rigid in our house. Now, if it's 65 degrees outside, she has the heat on and it's 84 degrees inside the house. <laughs> and I'm like, when did this happen? Well, I'm cold! <laughs> but on a sweater. Yeah. Uh, old people love... The, it's all the bacteria, you know what I mean? Something. It just, and I'm like... They just grav- I don't know, they just gravitate towards it. I'm like... The they like the smell. They like, they the just... What the you're talking about? You're full of shit. <laughs> Oh my god! Now I'm with you, but I also don't want to deal with snow in my young age either. No, I don't either. But here yeah. we are. Yeah, I'll, we'll find a way out one of these days. Oh, global warming will solve that for us. Well, that's true too. <laughs> Just retire wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we've had picturesque weather because of global warming oh. these days. It's been awesome over here. <laughs> I, it's getting down into the 30s at night now here, and it's just depressing. Oh yeah. Wake up in the morning; it's 39 degrees. Oh, no. I refused to turn my heat on, so it's like sixty-two in my house. Hey, good for yeah. You don't you don't want to uh, you don't want to give up the battle yet. No, not not at all. That's what I'm doing with my pants selection because I refuse <laughs> to put jeans on yet. Well, that's me too. I hate wearing long pants, so it's always shorts and sandals. Even in the wintertime, if I have to run down to the grocery store quick, I just throw on some shorts and sandals. And yeah, man, my balls got to breathe, man. Exactly. I wear jeans only all year round. Uh, I don't. Know if it's a hundred you... degrees, I'm wearing jeans. You Why? are a jean guy. Why? I'm jeans and a t-shirt all year round. It can be zero degrees outside, and you'll see me in a t-shirt. It's just jeans and a t-shirt. Jeans are so fucking uncomfortable. Rob, Rob, I cut my hair twice a year. <laughs> I want you to understand. <laughs> you are a minimalist. My goal is to look like a cartoon character. Rob, yes. who cuts your hair? Uh, we have. There's a beauty shop nearby. Is a there be- a beauty shop? It's a beauty shop. <laughs> With... So you don't have a barber? No, there's no barber. See, that's another great experience you've missed I mean, out on, I mean, sitting in a barber chair. She, I, she has a barber chair, but... Do you feel nah, beautiful? But, she's, but it's not a barber, She's a though. beautician. Do you feel beautiful when you're, when you're done? Oh, absolutely. I feel fabulous. <laughs> try to, <laughs> try, I take my picture and send it to uh, Eric Von Detten's wife, hoping for a... <laughs> oh, my God. Yet again, I constantly just feel like I'm somewhere in between you guys <laughs> with everything. 
<laughs> you know, Rob, if you uh, if you were offered a menage a trois with the Vaudettes, would you take the opportunity? Oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question because she's an attractive woman as well. I mean, she <laughs> she is of the Asian persuasion, and and she's beautiful. It's so terrible that you know that information. <laughs> in fairness, I knew that information. Yeah, but that's because I Google searched it 20 minutes ago or whatever. <laughs> No, you got to get a barber, dude. I, there's no barbers around. There's something about a barber shop that's there's, just so charming. He, there, we could go to Quick it's, Cuts. It's the, it's, the, it's the candy cane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the candy yeah. cane spiral. and the four men singing a cappella. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't have that around here. Go to, uh, the, go to the beauty shop. You get a nice shave. They put some shaving cream on you. They use that, yeah. like, razor thing. She uses they, the they razor just pull thing. Out a, they just pull out an actual knife. No, they pull out a switchblade. Is what <laughs> right. it, is. it is. Like, they come this close. To, if they wanted to kill you, it's like Sweeney Todd style. They could, right. easily. It's, it's like... She uses that to take like out... the man like, who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, right, that movie. <laughs> she takes that out for my sideburns, but... I just I'm not interested in a full shave that way. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Oh my god, I would love if I'm at a barber shop. They pull out a switchblade and they start like West Side Story, like snapping at me. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. <laughs> they start hissing at me like a snake, like that. Oh man, I'm in. Uh... Such an idiot. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's that's what it's like. I'm with you. That's funny. Uh, Rob won't know the difference. Why no. don't you just <laughs> lean into it? Yeah, he'll believe anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, uh, 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 bears fly. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> they do. I just saw one passing overhead the other day over the freeway. You said Bigfoot, and we watched a, a Bigfoot horror movie last night. <laughs> Have you seen the man that killed Bigfoot and then the Hitler? I have not, no. So we talked to the director of that movie. for Really? It's a masterpiece. Oh, my God. I might have to watch it. Yeah, Nick loves the movie. Awesome guy. The guy was super fun. He did like an hour and a half with us. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. He also yeah. explained to us why his movie made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> we asked, he's like, yeah. He's like, I wrote it over the course of six years. No, I'm <laughs> exaggerating. But he's like, you know, any emotion that I felt at any point during that period, I just wrote it into the film. Wow. Basically, it was like a bunch of different life experiences that he combined into one script. That's funny. But it was very metaphorical in the sense, in a way that made no sense. By the way, Sam Elliott is in it. Yeah. But oh, it's cool. also brilliant. It's like incredible. Um. By the way, I I, I also uh, really quick, Nico. What I, I I was listening to the last. Why is this a thing? Because I was editing the video today, and I, I love how you and Adam were talking about like plane crashes and how how frequent they happen. And then <laughs> in between the recording and the publication of the video, there's a major plane crash in Connecticut. <laughs> a freaking World War Two style. Oh, I heard like, about that. Bomber I didn't crash. know this. Is yeah. that right? At Bradley, like a freaking World War II style plane no crashed and 13 people died. I didn't know that. In Bradley Airport in Connecticut. This happened 20 minutes from me? I don't know that it happened. Yeah, this happened like three days ago, two days ago. 
something like that. I thought it was yesterday, what? but maybe it was. It might have been yesterday. Yeah. I, I lose all track of time because I work 12 hours a day. Dude, <laughs> I don't follow local news. This is a yeah. big blind spot. So this wasn't local news. This was national news. Yeah. No, I know it was, but just anything that happened. There was a story on uh, Dateline a couple weeks ago about some uh, wife and daughter that went murdered, I for, uh, that got murdered or went missing, or I don't know what the story is. It was a big thing. And it happened like two towns over from me. And it Crazy. like made day. I had no idea it was happening. There was like a massive manhunt, fifteen minutes away from my house. And Crazy, no yeah. Um, but no, we watched the Bobcat yeah. Goldthwait uh, masterpiece. Oh yeah, Willow Creek last night. Willow Creek. Yeah, Bobcat baby. Yeah, man. Like the first part of the first half of the movie is garbage, but the second <laughs> half is really suspenseful. Really, creepy. I have not seen it. I've not seen really it. Really good. I defend Bobcat Goldthwait, though. I think he's actually a pretty good director. Yeah. I, the first half of the movie is pretty garbage, but the second half is incredible. Really? Yeah. Willow Creek. Man, this is... 2013. <sighs> it's it's a Hold six-year-old on. movie. Y'all ever seen, uh, what is it, Father of the Year? Dad of the Year? What is it? No, no. Um, World's Greatest Dad. World's With Greatest Robin Dad. Williams. Yep. Yes. And his kid That's died. I think I think I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's a Bobcat movie? That's a Bobcat movie. Wow. Movie? Uh, World's Greatest Dad. Okay. With Robin. I think Rose. I've seen Willow Creek. It, yeah. I think. You might have. I Bobcat like World's Goldthwait. Greatest Dad. He's, a, he's, a, he's not just a director, right? He's a comedian, too? No, he's a com- Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I've oh, seen he's primarily comic. a comic. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. No, I, I knew that name. He's got that but... weird voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's dropped that whole act, though. He doesn't do that. Oh, anymore. has he? Yeah, that's too what bad. a shame. That's too bad. Shame. Yeah, he uh, he had a show on like I think it was True TV. He did like, but it was like a scripted show. It was like a like a horror type show. He had another movie. What was it? Shakes the clown. Was that it? The great film. He either wrote it or directed it. It was about oh god. If I see it. Sleeping Dogs. Oh no! God bless America. God bless America is what I'm thinking of. I think. Yes, I have not seen that. I've heard it's pretty good though. Yeah, I have seen this. It's okay. Eh, it's not fantastic, but it was it was all right. But I liked Willow Creek a lot, just because the okay. second half is good. And World's Greatest Dad. Check. I didn't know he did that, but that's. Awesome. I love that movie. Yeah, well, his, he, him and Robin were best friends. That's oh, why. really? Yeah, so I think the part was written specifically with Robin in mind. Yeah. And and Robin is just tremendous in that. And that kid Like, is... he had gone, like, a good 15 to 20 years without an iconic movie role. Yeah. And he just comes out, and that's one of his great performances of all time. Yeah. It's so good. And that kid is such a piece of shit. Yeah. Who's married so to premise... Megan Trainer? <laughs> is that right? Yes. <laughs> Well, isn't Megan Trainer like David Spade's daughter or something? Is she? Really? Or it's like Rob Schneider. It's one of the two. No, no, no. I, I you're get thinking David... of no, no, no. You're thinking of um... Haley Bieber. <laughs> no, no, no. L um, <laughs> King. L King. Oh, L King. Yeah. She had sure. like one single. She's Rob Schneider's daughter. Right. Right. Oh, right. uh, okay. As a matter of fact, I was literally about to segue into that until you like <laughs> corrected everything you were saying. But yeah, the kid in the movie is such a piece of shit. He's so he's good too. Yes, that guy. I think he was in uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. He's one of those guys that pops up. I think in a yeah. lot of stuff. 
Um, but the film is um, it's kind of like an out there concept. So yeah. Robin Williams is a teacher and he has this dickwad son who's like just a terrible kid. Um, the kid ends up accidentally hanging himself through uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. All right, problem solved. Yep. And so movie. He's a por- so, pornography obsessed underachiever who despises. Right. <laughs> his okay, I mean, it's pretty, pretty relatable. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and so and so the dad, uh, in order to like avoid embarrassment, essentially, uh, you know, turns. I, I won't spoil too much of the movie, but it's actually like a really beautiful, moving movie. Yeah. Um, to avoid embarrassment for his son or for himself? Both. Uh, for both. Yeah, yeah. for both. Okay. Is that uh, part of the plot that it's both? Yeah, it's really just a character study. It's not like super plot, but yeah. Okay. No, there isn't a lot of plot to it. No. Except it's really good. The end of the movie is just what he does at the end of that movie. Robin uh, with the pool is is just. Uh, oh yeah. It's just awesome. It's an awesome ending. It's a really good movie. Underrated movie. Sad. Yeah. Very sad. Nice. Very sad. But but good but uplifting too in a in a weird way yeah <laughs> okay uh oh cool. I think I'm about to call this Are you calling it I think how so. dare you I know right <laughs> what's the longest two cent three hours At three and a half oh we can beat it oh no we can't <laughs> no, we've never we've never done three and a half that's not true we haven't done three and a half but me Ty and Steve did three and a half oh really oh yeah back in the day. Yeah, the longest we got was three. We did three. Yeah. But we were really pushing it towards the end because we wanted to get to three. Yeah. We were just stuck there. And I think we had, like, a live crowd with us, too, didn't I we? I think so. And I think they stuck with us the whole time. Oh, poor bastards. Bless them. <laughs> Bless their uh, This was fun, though. I hope this everybody was, enjoyed it. Nick's going to be a regular on this show. I hope He's he, been, I no, hope he knows that. This has been a blast, honestly. I, 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 I very much enjoy this, really. Yeah. Nick's going to be a regular. I don't know. Yeah, we, what? We're gonna have to update the the graphics, but <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna do that. No, 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 no. I am Danny. All right, you're Danny. <laughs> I don't care. I'm Danny for life. Yeah, well, Danny, it's not Danny's real name either. So, <laughs> Is it not? no, no, no. Oh, that's hilarious. No, because how did Danny? Oh, because he. Dude, this he... is like this is like um. You know, this is like a superhero retires and they hand on the mask. Right, you know? exactly. Oh, this is beautiful. He this came is... into our chat room on RFF Radio uh, with the name of a woman who he hated. Danny Den- oh. Danny Donato oh. sucks was his username in the chat. Danny room. Donato sucks. She was a contestant on Big Brother. Yep, yeah. she was a contestant, okay. and he hated her. Hated. Well, a lot of people did, but he just became Danny. So when. We created the show. It was D A N N Y because he didn't want to go by his real name, right? Because for a while there, he was known as Danny Donato sucks. Yeah, and so we just shortened it. To, so his namesake is actually a woman that he can't stand. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the fact that this is like a, a a secret persona being passed on to me. Yeah, I'm hard as a rock right now. <laughs> I am erect, fully erect. <laughs> Danny lives in Connecticut. You know? Yeah, Danny lives oh, really? in Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where? Uh, I don't want to say because he doesn't want me yeah. to say so it. Say it live on the air. He's a, he's, he's, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, you've met him then, I'm guessing. No. I've, no, I've never met him in person. No. <laughs> I, I've met him. I've met him in person in Nebraska. He How came... on earth? Dude, He's. you can't be bothered to drive 20 minutes. And that's no, there were, all it is. there were a couple times I, where we talked about like meeting up for coffee or something and we never did. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that you don't drink coffee. Yeah, that's part of it. It's but real, Danny real has come thing. to Nebraska and stayed the night at my house. <laughs> right. And has oh not been God. here yet. Yeah. That's yeah, very strange. What on earth, man? This is <laughs> one of these days. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. That's it, people. Right, yeah. Wow. I love this. Can, well, thank uh, you guys. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on. How can people get a hold of you people? Just go get a hold of us. I don't all know. Right. You know how to do it by now. <laughs> uh, we, have a, we have a little website. You can just, I don't know. Yeah, go there. TMT.media or too many thoughts media.com. I was just going to say, what's the website? Because I don't even or, know. I, well, two cents radio.com will also take right, you there. there it's all the go. same. That, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Right. And you can, uh, I, I just set it up today that you can actually comment on our fucking post. <laughs> oh, really? Finally? <laughs> yeah. So if you want to leave us a comment, please fucking do. Uh, uh, is there a search bar on the website yet, either, by the way? For fuck's sake. I don't know. I couldn't find one. I was trying to search for something and I couldn't just find it. Put in a Google search bar. Yo, I'll put it in the search bar. It'll be up by the time this is live. All right? All right. There we go. Sounds good? That's it. Um, Nick just built the website from scratch again because we had problems with the other one. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Now I want to go check it out. I can't believe it. It's actually faster than it was before. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, check it out. Um, You know, you can obviously reach us on our website, on our email, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, on our Instagram, on our YouTube. I don't care. You can send me a letter in the mail. It's the damn internet, for God's sake, Dude, people. do whatever you want. <laughs> Get a hold of us. I, I love, swear to God. I love the picture that you put up for episode 229 of Two Cents Radio. It's the the 90-day fiancé. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. We will be back soon. And, yes, Nick will be back with us as well. Have a good one. See you soon.